You're listening to an All Games Radio Network broadcast of AllGames.com. AllGames.com. This is George Romero. You're listening to ZombieCast. Hey, this is Dave Fenoy, the voice of Lee Everett, and you're listening to ZombieCast. This is Greg Nicotero of The Walking Dead, and you're listening to ZombieCast. I'm Sarah Wayne Callies, and you're listening to ZombieCast. This is Lori Holton, and you're listening to ZombieCast. This is Danny Gray, and I'm listening to ZombieCast. You better be listening to it, too. Well, you are if you're hearing me, so keep listening. Hi, this is Sid Haig, and you are listening to ZombieCast. That's why you can hear me, stupid. Yo, monkeys, it's me, DDP, Diamond Dallas Page, the king of Bada Bing, the master of the diamond cutter, the three-time, three-time, three-time world champion, and, of course, Billy Ray Snapper and Devil's Rejects. And you, well, you, monkey, you're listening to the ZombieCast. And that's not a bad thing. That's a good thing. Hi, this is Norman Reedus, and you're listening to Zombie Cast. Zombie Cast. Temple, you know me as Axel from The Walking Dead, and I'm here to tell you, zombie cast. Stay tuned in. Follow me. And thank you, Romero, for that super awesome introduction this week. And welcome, zombies, to Zombie Cast, an unofficial guide to all things zombie. Episode 193, where I'm Sean. I'm Norma. And I'm Ted. And thank you, zombies, for another download of Zombie Cast this week. I want to thank you no matter where you get us, iTunes, Stitcher, Downcast. Zombiecast.net, but the best place is every Monday night, 8 o'clock p.m. Eastern at allgames.com forward slash chat. Come over here, enter your name, enter the chat, mingle with the zombies live in chat. Global zombies over here, global broadcast with Zombiecast. Interact with us with the show, tell us what you thought about The Walking Dead, Zombie News. Interact, dude, we'll call you out by name. Like we got Butthole in chat, we've got Amrev, we've got Big Butthole Billy on the I'm looking at the blue butt. guy, we got Bella in chat, we got people. Australia, Rachel, everybody. So uh, come over here and mingle with us every Monday night at 8 o'clock p.m. Eastern at allgames.com forward slash chat or forward slash live. Uh, if you want to hear us live, you can join us live on all devices, including your Amazon Echo. Go to TuneIn, add the TuneIn app, free to all devices, add All Games Radio, and you'll hear us live broadcast no matter where you're at. Even cars now have the TuneIn app, so no excuses, guys. If you want to hear us live, you can. But we do want to thank all the people that get us on the feeds. We do want to remind you guys to go to ZombieResearchSociety.com. It's really the official radio show of the Zombie Research Society. Go over there and browse all those news articles. And over on the front page, once again, you can listen to ZombieCast over there. There's a player there at the bottom. Listen to us while you browse all those news articles. And we do want to thank the full panel of people over there at the Society, including George Romero, Matt Moak, all the awesomeness over there. And uh, some good guys over there. So be sure to go over there. And we do want to thank those guys for making us the official radio show of the Society of Zombie Research Society.com. And over on the social medias, go to Facebook, search ZombieCast, like our fan page over there. 
You can interact with us a lot, but we love mingling with the zombies over on Twitter. Follow at ZombieCast World. Click the banner up top, and you can follow Tedekin, Madam McFly, Normie477, and Freeman Daddy 5 and mingle with us all week on the Twitters. You know what? There's no excuse, guys, why the zombies are not mingling with us. You know what? Bring up a good topic. We'll call you out by name on the show. We will talk about the topics that you talk about us with. Or, you know what? Tad single, guys. You know, so, so we need all all the ladies to go over to uh, follow Tedekin everywhere. we got to get Ted hot date. He's in Los Angeles. No, no tickle, excuses, tickle. Ted. Tickle, tickle. Okay. <laughs> tickle, tickle, guys. Tickle, tickle. Tickle, tickle fight. Ah, you, you know what? Us here at Zombie Cats, you know, never fails. <laughs> We've got good topics that we bring to the table in the horror industry, but also the global you know, it, this is like a geography show and a horror show slash. You know, me and Ted and the crew, you know, we've got a team of experts. We've been uh, trying to think, you know, last week me and Ted brought to the table. Right, Ted? Uh, facts that happen in cold weather in Canada. You know what? Matt didn't know that boiling water freezes when you throw it up in a pot. So, so you know what? We need some Yeah, factual... we, wanted him to, we wanted him to fling boiling water at his child's face Guys, uh, I did to that. see if it would freeze. I did oh, my that. goodness. You did? Oh, yeah, no, it was a fun day. So Sunday, I uh, I woke my uh, my wife, Mariana, and my son, Xander, up at about 5 a.m. Booyah! So, yeah, so I ran in. I said, quick, quick, out of the house. It's on fire. So they ran out. I said, no time to put any clothes. Don't worry, the firemen out there. They got outside, and obviously there's no fireman. And then that's when I had, like, two big pots of boiling water, and I threw it at their faces. <gasps> I know. Hilarious, guys. You should have seen the reactions. It was ah! like, Daddy, why? But, yeah, it did turn into snow. Thank God. Uh, I covered them, and man, we had a big laugh, a huge laugh, uh, and then played some games. It was just—it was such a nice family event. So thank you, your, Sean, for recommending. Your child, that. And uh, your son is very young, so he doesn't quite have uh, all the comprehension yeah. right. in the brain yet. So you're, he's yeah. probably going to think it's a game, and you're going to wake up tomorrow in bed with a <laughs> pot of boiling water just hitting you in the face. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's fun. We're playing a game. But, but Ted, you know, I, I don't mean to put Ted on the spot, but, you know, the scientific American facts that we bring to the table, and Ted and, and, and our whole team. Norma's not on our team, but we might, well, she's a, she's we a might girl, let her so She in. doesn't understand things like science. Yeah. No girls allow. So, you know, this, this is the, the bro. Her small woman brain. The Zcast bro cool guy uh, team. But I might have a small brain, but I have a big – never mind. Yep. Keep going. Art. Art. See, I, right. I was going to bring it to the table tonight, guys. But it'll wait the next week. You know, I didn't get a chance to sketch it out. But next week, we're going to be talking Snow Angels with the oh. Canadian himself, Matto McFly. <laughs> All right. We, we have a guest on, Matto McFly, who's going to come on next week and talk about Snow Angels. No, our very own nope. Matt from Canada. He don't know about he don't know about this stuff. He's so used to snow. It's just yeah. it's second nature. Like, yes. Yeah, yeah. oh, it's, it's like how people in Philly just call it a cheesesteak. We call it a Philly cheesesteak. That's it. Yeah. They, they, they just, just don't know. Angels. Yeah. We so, just call them. Uh, Lawn angels, because there's always snow. See, see, he's totally lost, Matt. I mean, uh, Ted. So next week, I'm going to have the sketches. You know, uh, we're going to work it up. Maybe even in combat, kids, we're going to have how to do a snow angel in the far right. north. I can so, take some I, pictures too. Yeah, I call a, I call a snow angel uh, where where the body was before the police took it away. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Well, guys, I do have a, kind of a Canada story this week to talk about. And my son, you know, you know. My kids are into a lot of sports, mm-hmm. and you know, like this past weekend, we had basketball, we had cheerleading, we had soccer, and motorboating, was, motorboating, yep. and uh, the start of lacrosse. But my son went. Uh, lacrosse is kind of new here in North Carolina, where I'm at. And for all the new listeners, I'm in North Carolina. Ted's in Los Angeles. Matt's up uh, north of Toronto, 
and Barry and Norma is in New Jersey. But here in North Carolina, lacrosse is starting to get big. So my sons, this is his second year playing, but they had an exhibition in, in a neighboring town to where you know the team went, and there was this uh, I can't think of his name. He's uh, he's like the number one major league guy. You know, he's in all the magazines. He, he's been in the Olympics. Everything for lacrosse. Is he in Lacrosse Monthly? Lacrosse Monthly. He's been on the cover several times. But, but yeah, this yeah. is the guy. Lacrosse Life. That I, should be Lacrosse Weekly. It's so popular. They probably have so much content. They should yeah, do it weekly. Well, they've is, had to do a weekly is. zine now. But, yeah, the monthly one is the digital version. Sorry. Come on. Uh, so this guy's name is Casey Powell. Casey Powell. and he's get dinged? Uh, no, I, I got dinged. Sorry. Uh, sorry, I'm so busy, man. I'm, I'm active. I'm active. You know, that was the that, that was the the Canadian Research Panel, and uh, so Canadian Research Society. That was that was the Canadian ticker sending you some yeah. new information. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but my son went to this lacrosse thing, and, and he was howling like, you know, whenever my son started playing lacrosse, I was like, you know what, we will rent the pads the first year because you can rent them because you, know, I mean, they're very costly, like the elbow pads and the chest and the helmet. I mean, you're talking four hundred bucks easily. So, mm. so last year he rented all of his stuff and we bought him a cheap stick, a $35 stick, you know, a uh, uh, lacrosse stick with a net, you know, where you throw the ball. So this year, you know, it was like, you know, uh, it's a little steep. Dad's been di- buying a lot of DJ stuff. So uh, <laughs> we're going to rent the gear again yeah. this year. But I was like, you know what? We're, we're, we're going to piece by piece build you a nice stick that you want. Because, you know, some some of those lacrosse sticks, you know, are upwards of 250 $250. Bucks. Yeah. The, yeah. American. It's a, it's a port for a young wood. It's yeah. important for a young man to have a, a good stick. Yes, right. But but, good, but good you can handle. but you can buy them piece by piece. So we went out shopping, and, and he, there was a brine pole that he wanted. You know, and he could use the old head and net on it. But a brine pole. So so it was like a 60, brine pole. B r i n e. How you how you say that? Brine. Yeah, that's right. Brine. Brine. Yeah. yeah. Brine. So What's so brine though. It, it's just the the name brand. Oh, okay. It's like yeah, you know, they have Nike and they have Under Armour, yeah. but brine is like 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 the, you know. It's the hip stuff. Cool. It's the cool stuff. So, so I brought him a Brian pole, and I tell you what, my son said, "You know what? I saw Casey Powell today. He's like the number, you know, the guy. You know, he is really like the Babe Ruth of baseball when it comes to lacrosse. Nobody's, you know, he's he's the Wayne Gretzky. Nobody's ever done anything like Casey Powell. So he got a lesson from him. He's like, you know what? I love some Matto. So we were there looking uh, at the sports store, and they have grip tape that you buy." They have American yeah. grip tape, camouflage. They got flames, but you know what? In the name of Matt Bradford, my co-host and somebody that he hung out with, Uncle Matt and Uncle Ted in Atlanta, uh-huh. he bought the Canadian maple leaf flag tape uh, because because of Matto, man. So I actually thought that was pretty That's cool, awesome. dude. I sent you a picture. Cool. Yeah, I saw such that. A fan. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. You know, he, he remembers boobies from Ted. <laughs> Maple Leafs from Uncle Nana. So, uh, but, but I thought it was pretty awesome, dude. Uh, I didn't have to. I didn't have to show that kid boobies. That kid was like a moth to a flame. Like was it hitting all over Marianne and that. Yeah, but seat. you showed him Matt's wife's boobs, right, Ted? We all saw those. Oh yeah, yeah. I didn't tell you about that. There was this thing where uh, you, we were. Uh, Wait a second. It was just the three of us, and I said, uh, "Hey, Mariana, show this kid your boobs." She was like, "All right." <laughs> But, but he loves the matter, man, and I thought it'd brighten your day. You know, a lot of times we joke around like we went to Disney, we went to the Canada part and got pictures with all the actors and the flannels and stuff, but <laughs> but he really does love some Uncle Matto, man, but he bought uh, that tape, he's like, you know and what? And he really loves Aunt Mariana. Well, I love <laughs> yeah. some action, buddy. Keep that Canadian tape on there, because that's how you're going to win. Yeah. But, but whenever he gets home tonight, you know, I just showed it to the store. Wait, wait, Mariana? Pretty... When what? No, well. No, oh, oh, okay, oh. sorry. Keep going. 
<laughs> are we talking ski slopes now? Those days are over. <laughs> but uh, but whenever he gets home tonight, you know, I, I just showed you the roll of tape and the stick in the store. When he gets home tonight, I'm going to show you how he decked it out in the Canadian Maple Leaf and uh, in the name of Uncle Matto. So, uh, dude, Absolutely. that's pretty awesome, dude, that my kids look up to you guys. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Is that. Uncle, cool. Uncle Matto like Canadian's version of Uncle Sam? Yeah. <laughs> we want you, kind of, if you're not busy. Sorry. <laughs> and we're going to take all your money from you. Yeah. Welcome, welcome to Canada. Welcome to Canada. <laughs> Well, well, you know, I mean, it's, you know, when I, both times I, you know, I've, I've met Matt twice, hung out, picked him up from the airport, dude, and, and the tennis rackets are a little bit much here yep. in the south, the but, yeah. but it's all good, dude. You know, I, <laughs> how, how do you wear those driving, Matt? We, you know, we got extra big pedals on our cars for snowshoes. <laughs> that's that's the secret. For the giant like tennis, you actually wear like the giant tennis rackets on your feet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, you have to. You can't take them off. Yeah. It's, too, it's yeah. too much. So, guys, you know, to break the ice of The Walking Dead, which tonight I think is going to be, you know, I think The Walking Dead has been doing good. So, we we got a lot of pass, a lot of possibilities, a lot of questions, a lot of debates about The Walking Dead. So, I think tonight's going to be pretty much a Walking Dead-heavy segment. But to break the ice, I do want to discuss this. On The Talking Dead following The Walking Dead, Miss mm-hmm. Lauren Cohen, the beautiful, which I've seen, Matt's seen a couple times in person. Yeah, she is beautiful. Mm-hmm. He's got some very short hair now. Yes, she does. Mm-hmm. Very short hair. And you know what? The Walking Dead is good for leaking things by not meaning to and just being dumb about stuff. But, Ted, is dude, that a, Is that in the comic it, book? Does she have short hair in the comic? Because I don't know what the relevance would be other than she just cut her hair. Well, or she might have, she's not on the show anymore. Yeah. Yeah, or yeah. she so, might cut it because of whatever might be happening next. That morning? But yes. here, here's the thing, though. I don't think Negan's filmed his scene yet because I remember reading last week that they're like upping security when they film the scene. So I don't think, she, I don't think that scene has even been filmed yet for the show. Can you spoil for us, Matt? Does that scene take place in Alexandria? I'm pretty sure I, I remembered it being in Alexandria. If not, yeah, Hilltop. I was thinking they could, they could easily just somebody could just peek over the little wall and. Yeah. Yeah, I, I well, we'll get into it, but I think it's still Glenn at, uh, and they keep using every show now. They use off the bat, right? Yeah, keep yeah. slipping that phrase in off the bat. I think off it's gonna. And we even we've even yeah. heard of um, Negan of him using his bat in not a very kind way. Right. Yeah, they they, 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 straight, up, yeah. they straight up referenced it. Like, said he killed people with a bat last night. They straight up said it. Yeah. yeah. And I like how they, because we're going to talk about this. It's going to yeah. be completely spoiler, but I like how. They mention, you know, because you're like, oh, he killed somebody with a bat. Okay, but the gut-wrenching part was when they say that it was a 16-year-old kid. Right, right. So. And Maddo still thinks he's the greatest. Well, he's doing what you have to do, right? If those, I mean, you <laughs> met Greg, the leader of that hilltop. I mean, he was being a dick. Probably Negan was like, hey, man, can you just work with us? And Greg was like hosing him around. It was probably a long time coming. That 16-year-old was probably stealing from Negan, too, right? So Maybe. I mean, psh. yeah, He was probably trying to steal back all that stuff Negan took by force. Yeah, yeah. Negan but doesn't use force. At all. He uses fear. He's like Tony Soprano, man. But, yeah. but, 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 you know, first off, do you guys think that uh, Lauren Cohen, Maggie having short hair on the Talking Dead, is that uh, a sign of things to come? You know, because she's she's got that new movie, The Boy Out. She's got... Yeah, sure. everyone rushes, you know, I, I mean, think it's the kind of I think her signature thing is her is her is her pretty eyes, pretty lips, and her hair. Well, remember because we just started rewatching the Walking Dead um, that she started out with not as short hair, but right above her ear hair. Mm-hmm. 
And it was still like a little long. So I'm thinking that maybe, you know, she had to do, you know, because she is doing a couple of other projects. That could be it. But I think it may be involving her, but indirectly. I wanted to make a list of who are the people that are disposable at this point in the mm. program, in the show. And then I wanted to make a list of thing, of people we think are going to go, like, you know, make our top three. I think so. I think Rosita, because this episode is like, oh, she's still alive? I completely <laughs> forgot about Rosita. And she, still, and she still looks fantastic. She still looks fantastic, but I... I was anyone else surprised that her and uh, What's His Nuts have a love affair? I completely forgot. They, 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 they set that yeah. up, but they, yeah, they, they just forgot about it for a year. Yeah. I think so. I think it's also to kind of give us a little flashback, because I think now Abraham is, is starting to see Sasha in a very mm-hmm. different kind of way. Mm-hmm. And here he is with Rosita, and now we're going to start a little bit of a triangle, and, you know, Abraham is questioning, is it a good idea to have a baby in the middle of all of this apocalypse scenario? So... What was, you know, what was uh, his speech to Glenn in the... I didn't get that, in, like, I double up. Was that, like, used to... What was that thing like? If there if there's a storm coming, I get my galoshes. I'll double up. I'm like, what was that analogy? Was he talking about condoms? Like, yeah, my condoms. What about some bisquick, baby? Yeah, the bisquick <laughs> was funny. He had a couple of funny lines: the bisquick, yeah. and then the umpin buglies or whatever. Instead of bumping uglies. Yeah. But last night, I, I think was a you, you know we, we talked last week about sometimes you have filler episodes, but then you have just good episodes which move forward. I think the last two weeks we've gotten those episodes to where, you know what, it don't have to be all blood, and, which we had some last night, but it doesn't have to be all shebang all the time. Just good storytelling, moving forward and not standing still, you know, which which now I guess the whole Abe scene you know, on, on the first part of season six where, you know, he was out and lonely and on the bridge and got the rocket launcher kind of paid off, but at the time yeah. it wasn't moving forward. But But tonight... I mean, the last two weeks, for me, is, is the thing that I liked about season two of The Walking Dead. It wasn't all shebang all the time, but it, it was good storytelling. And you know what? When you binge watch it, I still think that it's one of the better seasons. But I'm looking forward to, to each next week on the last three weeks. You know, I was looking forward for the season premiere, the mid-season mm-hmm. premiere. That left us hanging. I was really looking forward to the second week. And after the second week, I was like, you know what? We're moving forward. Mm-hmm. I really can't wait to next week. And you know what? And we're going to talk about it. I think we're going to see Negan way before the season finale. Unfortunately, I don't think so. Only because I think the articles are saying like he's only going to appear in the last episode. But that might be a trick. They might be they might be, yeah. off. Misdirection? Yeah. That could be it. I mean, I wouldn't put it past them, right? Well, they sort of I... showed last last night it looked like they were driving to Negan's place. And the scene, I thought they were on their way right there. And then it shows next week they're sitting back in the uh, church in Alexandria. Right. So it's it's like, it, but they, I don't know if that's where they're headed, but last night it, it seemed very clear to me they were on their way to Negan's right that moment, but they weren't. You know, Bella just wrote me a little th- something, and I noticed yesterday, I didn't take any notes, but I wanted to bring it up to you before I forget. We see that Rosita makes um, Abraham uh, a necklace out of, what was it, a, a headlight? I think so. And during their little scuffle, which I'm sure we'll get to, he drops that necklace. What do you think the significance of him losing that necklace is? He's over her, man. He's he's because when he was getting strangled, he heard um, Sasha's Sasha. voice. So I think he knew at that point. Because remember, he had the, the guy that he almost choked to death said, "Like my wife flashed before my eyes." Right? Oh so yeah, that, that's right. When he got nearly choked to death, he heard Sasha, and he knew at that moment, like 
he he knew where his heart was. So I think that's the significance of leaving the necklace back there. Mm. Yeah. So I missed that because so I was watching. Did he through, mean um, to leave it? I don't, I don't think, think he meant to, but meant to leave it. yeah, I think he's gonna go back. Don't I don't think he's gonna go back for it. He but. didn't. It just wasn't on his mind. He didn't care. Yeah, yeah it was a symbolism. Maybe just that little symbolism. Because I was watching through Sling TV, but it gets a little raggedy sometimes, so it has to like catch up. Like it'll stop and pause. So I miss some little moments there. So I missed mm-hmm. hearing Sasha's voice. I think it was Sasha's voice. Ted, did you hear it? It sounded like a. It's when he was being strangled. Yeah. Or even when he's recovering, you heard Sasha's, like, it went quiet. And the goofy heard grin on his face makes more sense now. You know what I mean? I, I was like, why is he looking it's goofy instead of, like, <laughs> coughing? But let's let's kind of start out from the beginning from the show. I mean, where where were we at the beginning? Where we're, uh, Michonne and Rick get surprised by Jesus, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, I called that. Surprise Jesus. I called that. I told you, Rick and Michonne, this was their first hookup. Because well, we hear about it. Yeah, yeah. and I like I, I like so. the awkwardness that they were trying to cover up. Like everybody ran in. It was a mix of like, "Who's this?" and "Oh my God, what's going on with Rick and Michonne?" Everybody was like, yeah. didn't know what to be more surprised by. Like, wait a minute. And um, Rick was covering her face. Rick, I mean, with uh, Carl. Yeah, well, it was funny when Michelle was sitting at the table and Carl was eyeing her, and she was like, had the hair covering her face, trying not to look at him. <laughs> <laughs> See, I missed that little part too. Yeah. So Jesus comes in. What is it that he wanted? Why did he want to bother Rick and Michonne? See, I missed that part because again, it was being a little wonky oh, right at the beginning. Okay, I, I think they skip some stuff because in the comics, you know, it, it's kind of like the same situation. But they come to, and he kind of points out, you know what? If I was here to kill you, you'd be dead. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not here to hurt anybody, and it, it's. They almost needed that last night because it didn't make no sense. Because yeah, it seemed to skip a scene, didn't it? Like, yeah, did I miss something because it started on him sitting on the stairs? Yeah, did it not? Yeah, it's like it's yeah. like he talked to Michonne and Rick in the room, and they agreed, okay, well, let us get our pants on, and you go sit outside and wait for us. Yeah, that was a and really tense scene. But why did everybody run in? Yeah, why did yeah. how did everybody know to run in? I didn't get that. Oh, but yeah. at the beginning, remember they saw him walk in. A- Abraham right. saw him walk in from across the way. Oh, uh, okay. Remember that? He saw the guy go in the door, and then they took off running. Right, right. And, I, you know, they were like, how'd you escape? It's like, you know, there's always, you know, whenever there's always more than one entrance. And, you know, kind of told his ninja stats. But I really felt like that there was a crucial scene from the comics. That w- maybe it was on the, the editing room floor. I mean, I don't know, you know, because it was, it just seemed very soft. And it, it would have made it's more it's sense to 15 yeah. seconds just to say, all right, guys, you know what? It, you know, even in the opening scene, if I was here to kill you, you'd be dead. You know what? I, I, let's talk. Yeah. No, I think they missed like two, two vital minutes there to explain that. That's for sure. Who rewatches this I just don't stuff? think it was relevant enough. Maybe they could have just let the audience assume that. Uh, Which we did. So obviously that, it wasn't yeah. a huge thing, right? Yeah. But, <clears throat> so it worked. Yeah. Okay. They probably and then invest that time, screen time elsewhere. But Jesus yeah. gets them to go somewhere. Where is he trying to take them? That <clears throat> that at one point they're driving in the car and there's a vehicle that's overturned and there are like a couple of dead bodies hanging out of her now, zombies, and Rick is like, Did you set this up? Are you setting us up? He's like, No, I swear, this is true. Oh, this you don't is, remember you know, where they were this going? Is my, 
my truck. Where were they heading off to? They were head, were they headed? Uh, they were headed to Hilltop, Hilltop, right? Hilltop. Yeah. Okay. They, they'd had the but it seemed like they almost stopped somewhere else. Because then they had to go into the building, to another building. Because they, they came across that accident, right? They came across okay. that they, car accident. That's yeah. why they stopped. Yeah. Norma, were you fooling around watching The Walking Dead? <laughs> I'm telling you. I okay, so this is st- what happened. Yeah. Sling, they, they were looking Sling for Sling City the, kept booting me out. They were looking during for the this injured, thing. I'm like, no. They were looking for the injured people in the car. The people yeah, were missing, so were they, went, they went in the group. building to find the doctor and, and all the people, the, the injured guy, you know, the, the, the hilltop people. Okay. So you guys remember they went they in were there a and they're like, well, no, they, they ran into a building when they had the wreck. They were, it was like a gas station or something. So they, or a, a doctor's office. So they wrecked the car and they ran in the building for safety. So they just went in the building to get them. Yeah, they know. Right. Oh, yeah. yeah. He, he's like, these are my, Jesus is like, these are my people. So whenever they went in the building, they were telling everybody, look, look, we're, we're with Jesus. And they're like, okay, 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 you're cool, you're cool. So, you know, <laughs> but I, I thought it was pretty, pretty easily laid out. What about you, Matt, that part? Yeah, I think maybe you getting kicked out of sling. Because, yeah, they did come across the car and Jesus said, that's my car, that's our people. And then Rick thought Rick and Daryl thought it was a, a trap, so they pulled a gun on Jesus right. and said, "Okay, we'll go inside, but you stay here." And that's why it was yeah. go, them going through the place. Yeah. And I thought that was you very interesting because they leave Maggie with him with Jesus, and they said, "If you hear me scream, shoot him." Can you do yeah. that? And Maggie's like, "Yep." yep. Yeah. Like you're, they you're were not saying yeah. anything. Norma, just they, you know, share, you had to go just ahead. curious, but, but because it seems like I have the same internet issues as you, how often do you unplug your internet for? For two minutes, I mean, we, we literally do every other day. I'll unplug it, and it's got to be for two minutes to reset with the cable companies. I do not, but I don't, every I don't time, know. every time before I podcast, I unplug my my network for two minutes or longer, so it'll reset and do it at least once a week. And you, Norma, I'm telling you, you it would be like brand new internet every week. I'll have to. It, it really, it really helps out to reset your thing. And, and the, the cable guy, my neighbor's a cable guy, and he said to do that. And I know I've called several times, but you know, you know, cable one hundred one. You know, like I said, every time, every time before you do a show, Norma, like you're doing the social dozen or zombie cast, unplug your network for two minutes, let it reset, plug it in, and it, it'll, be, it'll be just bumping. Seriously, it, it really does. And you know, the next time, like Sling TV, it won't cut in and out like that. I, I, I almost would bet money and guarantee it, Norma. I mean, it'll help, I'm just, you know, it'll help you out. Yeah, I mean, I'll definitely try it. Um, but, you know, I was on a, on a trial run for Sling TV, so I think it was just giving me a little bit of a hard time. Right, right. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I, I made all my buddies start doing that. You know, it's just like hard starting your iPhone you know I mean? or, or your Android. You know, you just you, you need to do it every so often. But So, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I still want to go in – because I know we touched about this a little bit, but before they go on this little errand, Rick has a little 30-second heart-to-heart with Carl. How awkward was that scene for you when he's pretty much explaining to him that, you know... I had sex with Sean last night. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, well, it's funny, Jesus actually said you're called Michonne his mom. He says, your mom and dad. <laughs> but it was like it was a little too much detail. It's like it just happened last night. I got it in. In case you're wondering, Carl, I Carl, uh, Carl I gotta explain something to you. Uh, sometimes when it, when grown ups, uh, 
We're yeah. cool. I get it. I get it. And he doesn't even let him explain. He's like, okay, Dad, I'm not going through this. Okay, it's fine. <laughs> if I were Kyle, I would have been like, yeah, that was about time. You guys have been holding hands and shit for months. Are you kidding me? I would have plugged my ears and be like, ah, I don't want to hear this. Go away. Go away. <laughs> <laughs> la, 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 I don't want to know because, Dad, I was going to bang her first. I'm just kidding. Yeah, buddy. I got a yeah, question. I've, I've been working on her for three years, Dad. <laughs> Aside from the part, I shared my chocolate pudding with her years. dad. <laughs> I put my pudding in her mouth. Uh, aside <laughs> from the fact that, I guess, a show and you have to have all the characters. Why? I mean, was it a bad strategy to be like, okay, we're gonna get into the same car with this one guy to an unknown destination? Like all the main characters took a ride. Wouldn't it made more sense to be like, let's send one or two people to be like scouts and just check mm-hmm. it out other than put yeah. every single vital person in that it's like you don't you don't put the four leaders of american government in the same place at the same time in case <laughs> the place gets blown up you just don't yeah do or you drive into a field where there's a hundred guys like, it just seemed I mean, like such a strategic if, imagine <laughs> yeah. if that car blew up we'd be stuck watching a show about uh father gabriel and, and eugene <laughs> oh, yeah. what a horrible thing that would be Right, right. <laughs> hey guys, on the line we've got we got a special guest. It's only going to be on here for a couple minutes. He did not watch last night's episode, but Mike it, from Wheelbarrow Full of Dicks. Mike, how are you doing? <laughs> hey, buddy. You doing good, man? Yeah. What's up? Not much, man. Yeah, you know, we were sitting here talking about The Walking Dead, and I know you guys are getting ready to record over on Strangelabel dot uh, Strangelabel uh, Radio Network. But but I, we were debating, you know, it's me, Ted, Matt, and Norma here. We're, we're zombie cast, dude. And th- this is my new pal, Mike, from Wheelbarrow Full of Dicks. Great show. Everybody should check it out. But, Mike, my question to you is. and I, I, got, I got a question. I got a question. Okay. How much does a wheelbarrow full of dicks weigh? Because that seems like a, a very heavy wheelbarrow. Well, I mean, it's got a wheel, so it doesn't really, you know, I mean, you just push it. Yeah, but come on. You're, you're, you're holding up half of it, so that's got to be some strain. Got to work out to push it. it or what? Hey, just true. saying. Hey, probably. Hey Mike, but what I want to ask you, man. Uh, like I said, I know you're short on time, but 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 who do you think will die, and who do you want to die? Say, but from the bat of Negan, say on the final episode, you know, who would you like to see? Glenn go, Daryl go. Who do you think? I, but, I think Norman Reedus is going because I mean he's already making plans. He's got like a new show coming on, and yeah. I, I think I think he's the one that's going. It would no. be silly for Glenn to come back so quick and then die again, wouldn't it? Is Carl dead yet? No, Carl. <laughs> oh, we got <laughs> Napier also from Wheelbarrow Full of Dicks. Hey, yeah, Napier. Napier just showed up. Hi, hi. Hey. Napier. So, so we're broadcast live here on all games. They, they, they are asking who you think Negan is going to kill, and who do you want him to kill? I want him to kill Carl. Carl, <laughs> like Carl, you can't kill Carl. No, then all those damn Carl things will stop popping up on Facebook. Uh, the the all dad the Carl jokes. Yeah. jokes where he says, I love uh, the dad jokes. You those know what are the kind of funny, though. I actually find those funny. <laughs> Have you seen the new one? He got an iPad. Yeah. <laughs> hey, guys, what's the difference between uh, Carl Grimes and Rick Grimes? What? Rick Grimes has two eyes in it. <laughs> you get it? That's good. So, so, so who, who do you think will honestly get it, Napier? Oh God, I'm 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 betting Daryl's dead. I'm hoping Daryl's dead. God, wouldn't that be great? Uh, you, you eat a dick. Yeah. I mean, I, I like Daryl. I, I like the character, but I, I just like the idea of them killing him and everybody losing their mind. Reach into that wheelbarrow, pull out a dick, 
It's sticking right <laughs> up your ass. Oh, it's he a horrible idea for the show, but I don't think Norman be. Reedus is going to keep coming back. I think he's got other crap to do. Yeah. I mean, this Jesus is can be the next it. right-hand man now, right? Who is that? <laughs> Jesus, yeah. Jesus, yeah. Like Ray, Ray, Daryl's gonna get it, and, and uh, it's it's like it's like it's like almost like when a pet dies, you just get another one. It's like, well, shit. Hey, Jesus, come here, here, my name. Watch him, watch him puss out and kill like the 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 gay guy that. Aaron <laughs> Pruton, yeah. or some minor character, they'll be like, oh no, you killed that guy. They should yeah, have seen. Just, they, they should have you're Negan. Monster. They should have Negan beat Aaron to death, and after he's done, somebody says, oh, you know he was gay, and Negan's like, oh, shit, now it's a hate crime. I didn't mean for that to happen. Oh, no. Do they have hate crimes in the zombie apocalypse? I don't know, man. (laughs) Possibly. But, guys, I know you're about to do a show. I know both of you guys are fans of The Walking Dead, but but you know what? We we get a schedule night where we get Wheelbarrow full of dicks here on the zombie cast and really talk about it. Maybe when Negan shows up, we'll we'll plan a big show, like a big mashup and stuff. Uh, for here, you know, like I said, we're on All Games Radio. You guys are on Strange Label. Kind of connect the networks up a lot. Sounds good, buddy. Yeah, dude. And, and you know what? Me, uh, us for here, we're on a show called uh, The Social Dozen. You know what? We're really looking for a network just to throw that in the air over there. Sunday night, 7 o'clock. It's just an idea, man. But uh, <laughs> you guys have a good show tonight on Wheelbarrow Full of Dicks. Everybody check it out. Give all your info, Mike. Uh, com. Uh, for all the podcasts, strangelabel.com for the live show Monday night. Hey, when this show's over, pop over to strangelabel.com. Strangelabel.com. See, there you go. Everybody. Yep, and you know what? There's no show after us. So that, that, that's perfect chemistry. So go from us. There's no show after uh, Zombie Cast. So check out Wheelbarrow Full of Dicks. Thanks, Napier and Mike, for swinging by. Thanks, buddy. All right, see you, buddy. Good night, fellas. Bye-bye. So, uh... So... Okay, so right now we think Rosita is, indispo- is disposable. We think Tara is. What about Denise? Can she go? Uh, well, now they got more doctors, so I guess they could. What about um, hey, Denise? We got a we got a real Tara. doctor. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, we don't know Tim and doctors. What about uh, what? The, not Sasha. Well, maybe Sasha. Tara. Tara, Tara, Tara needs to go. Tara, I've never seen such a pointless character on a show as Tara. Yeah, like, totally. I mean, I have no clue why she's even on the show. It's, I still it's, think it's, there's got to be something big with her that they're holding on to her for so long. Yeah, it's strange, though, in this world. Like, there hasn't even been one plot I can think of that's been crucial. She had a plot in, in one it. episode where she connected with Eugene for about ten seconds. Yeah. And that was it. I, yeah. I have no clue why she's on the I have no idea what she ever got on the show. I have no clue about anything. Yeah, her and Rosita. I'm not a fan of them. And thanks for letting me pull those guys in. I knew they were about to record, so I sucked them in. I wanted to ask them uh, who they mm-hmm. thought. Those are really good guys, uh, the wheelbarrow full of dicks, Mike and Napier and Travis and Drunk. So uh, thank those guys. But, yeah, awesome. you, you know, the Spanish girls, man. I, the Spanish I, girls. You know, the whole a- Abraham's those army. I'm just Spanish girls. I'm just not a fan. <laughs> you know, if Abraham's in love or not or if he's depressed, you know, I you know, I think he I'm is, about sick of this Abraham. Is, this is how I feel about Abraham. I don't like I'm sorry Abraham. to interrupt you, Sean. I think that he can see himself having a family with Sasha, whereas Rosita's more of a just a fling. So this is why I think he's questioning Glenn and Maggie's decision to have a baby and why this is, you know, so important, not only for Glenn's story, but because, you know, Glenn pretty much he wants to start over. He wants to continue to build the world. So Abraham, I think, is afraid to do that, and he's he's in love with Sasha, 
Mm-hmm. So well, I think his last um, family all died horribly. So yeah, and I mean, family. but now be, you know, with time, you know, with t- wounds heal, and they do. I mean, you're not be one hundred percent, but maybe he's at this point where he can actually see himself having a family. But he's still yeah. at the borderline of, am I really crazy enough to do that in this very unpredictable world? And I think that was right. even mentioned. He even said that to Glenn. He's like, the world is unpredictable. And Glenn's like, well, the world's always been unpredictable. Now it's just in a whole nother way. Mm-hmm. Those are good points. True. So Show's over, guys. Bye. See ya. Check you later. <laughs> you can find us at... Wasn't that his whole plot in the episode, though, was just like asking himself if he wants to pursue something more, something real, right? Like, he was just asking everyone what they thought. I think Daryl was <laughs> like, don't talk to me. Remember yeah. they asked Daryl? He asked Daryl, and he said, you're yourself settling down, and Daryl said something like, uh, I don't think she ever would. He said something about she. Was he talking about K- Carol? Oh. Yeah. Did you catch that line when he said, would, would you ever settle down? I would hope that he was talking about Carol. I think he was because he he said, "Would you ever settle down?" He says, "I don't think she ever would." Yeah. So I think it's it's so it's crossed Daryl's mind the whole Carol thing. Well, that's about ding on time because I've been wanting this whole Daryl and Carol thing for a long time. But I think Carol is so above and beyond that now. She's just like Miss Rambo over here. That's just not her. In yeah, her Carol's mind. gone a little crazy. Yeah. yeah, she wasn't in last night's episode. And he, oh, yeah, and then I wanted to say too. You know what annoyed me when they jumped over? I I thought we were going to get this at least scene where Carol finds out that that kid that she had connected with was eaten, and there was some sort of fallout. And no, he's jumped two months ahead, and Carol wasn't even in the last two episodes. Doesn't even care. I kind of I expected like, hey, Carol, that little boy, that the cookie boy that you scared yeah. the shit out of, got eaten. And she would have some sort of <laughs> a response, and it just like they just I mean, over. she lost Sophia. She lost Lizzie and um, oh, brain fart. It's all her fault, Norma. Her little sister, said, and then now she lost um, Sam. So she's she's she, striking <laughs> bad. Is she, is she even in Alexandria though? Like we haven't seen her in two episodes, and it's been a time jump. Maybe she's just, gone I mean, off or something like that. You know, if she was in the zombie, I'd hit it and quit it. Be like, you're out. We won't see her, then there'll be some line like, uh, yeah, I've been Assassin's Carol died, and then they're just going to move on. We'll never hear the about Assassin it again. Carol. <laughs> Assassin's Creed Carol. Yeah. Carol would be like, you know what, Sean? I hit it, and I'm done. See you later. She threw yeah. you with Carol. She'd be coming back for more. Sean <laughs> yeah, would be like, she used me. Uh huh. <laughs> no, Carol's too young. She's too young for Sean. That's right, Sean. She's only fifty-five or something. You like, yeah. you like him at least thirty years older than that. Yeah, that's a spring chicken for Sean. <laughs> How's Miss Bracewell? She's like, how old is Miss Bracewell? Yeah, this is gonna go uh, quick. I'm not gonna say my mom's age. <laughs> oh on the wait, show. you know Sean and his little obsession with older women. Maybe it's not a good thing to just quote. <laughs> but she looks, she looks dad. fantastic for her age, Sean. Know, and I'll, I'll put in a good one for you. Thank you, man. Thank you. 41 long hair, hippie. I kid. <laughs> but, but yeah, yeah I, I like Carol, but, but is, is her care? I don't know, man. You know, it, it's weird because, you know, we've debated Rick. We've debated Daryl. We've, we've debated all the, the the cool guys of the show. You know what? We've been tired of them. We've been happy for them. But you know what? I, I'm team Rick, team Daryl, you know, team Glenn. You know, 
I don't know what it is. The Spanish girls, the lesbian girls, and Carol and, and Abraham just because I, the, I mean they're 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 window dressing right now. They're they're not adding anything to the story. They're just one of them someone that uh, Abraham has sex with. The others someone who they need for filler. And uh, Sasha's the most relevant of them all. Right. And maybe she's going to be more relevant now with this whole Abraham thing. But as for Tara and Rosita, like, they better do something with these characters or just, I don't know, get rid of them. Because I, I just don't see why they're on the show. Yeah, exactly. I think right now, Tara, because she, you know, in real life she did have a baby, that she's unable to really be a big part of the show, a bigger part. Maybe they did have something for her. Maybe. They didn't have anything of her to do before she was pregnant. She literally showed up and helped Glenn find Maggie. And then she's ne- I mean, never done anything. When she's a character, for, when she shows up, I'm like, oh, yeah, her. Yeah. Oh, there. That girl over there. Oh, that girl. That girl. Yeah. What's, um, I want to talk a little bit about what went down in um, <sighs> Hilltop. Because, mm-hmm. you know, I say one we thing go about into Hilltop, this. Too. What was... What was up? They, they, it's almost like they tried to make an Old West episode. When they opened the door, it looked like an Old West town. Yeah. Everybody was sort of dressed. Yeah. And they even added this music I, that was like, boom, 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 boom. It's like, it's like cowboy yeah, music we were playing. Going to the of I think it's kind of like that in the comics, though, isn't it? To where they're almost like a settler's town. Medieval kind of town. But they, 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 it, to me, they almost went too far with like the cowboy music. Like, it, was, it was almost like they had this, like, welcome, pilgrims. Yeah, around. yeah, it was seen like the. Oh, look at there at that! <laughs> oh, well, God, gee, Willikers! One thing that I did like, well, one thing that was weird was they they had a wood fence. You know, I mean, how powerful could a wood fence be? But you know, the way that they described the town, you know, we got this house we can see for miles from upstairs, and we got the FEMA trailers. And you know, FEMA's mm-hmm. like the trailers that the government brings in. So, like, if there was a flood in a town or, or a disaster area, FEMA which is a branch of the United States government, you know, they bring in these trailers for housing for the people that don't have houses anymore or suffering. These are the trailers that were supposed to go right. to New Orleans. We fucking hijacked no, them. It's <laughs> funny because he's like, you know, he explained that, but he's like, you know, and these people came and they brought these trailers with them. I'm like, what, do they drag them with them? Well, well maybe it's like, yeah, how do they know to bring them all there? Maybe it was a touch of reality because, you know, FEMA is a real thing. And, you know, whenever they said the word FEMA, you know, I, I th- it kind of connected with me, I guess. Mm-hmm. You know, something that that is realistic, that you know, uh, of you know, th- those trailers are a sign of things of what was b- before the apocalypse. You know, we had a government control laws, and, and you know, and, and I, I don't know, man. Just whenever they said the FEMA trailers, you know, it, it kind of brightened my eye a little bit. You know, I, I just liked how they brought it back to reality a little bit. Well, they've done that with like, I mean, like most people don't realize they always do that. Uh, like, in, uh, um, Grady Memorial Hospital is a real hospital. Right. People think that's like a it been Woodbury is an actual town in Georgia. I mean, it's filmed in Sonoya, but there actually is a Woodbury, Georgia. I guess it wasn't picturesque enough, but that's a real town. So all these all these locations are real places. You know, I, and like I, we've always said, I wonder. I'm surprised the Grady Memorial people let them do a do that because now it seems like the hospital will be overrun by Walking Dead fans. Right. True. So, I mean, everything in that show is based at the CDC. It's all based on real places. Mm-hmm. But whenever they, that, they do touch on it, I mean, does it, for you guys, just kind of bring it back to reality? Like, you know, maybe this is what it would be like. But it was more, it was more enormous. So, like, so they all brought the trailers? Did they have a bunch of, did they have a bunch of trucks? Like, how did they get the trailers here? That's a really convenient 
Well, I think the trailers mind, are all, I'm like picturing them wills. with ropes and like tugging them like along yeah. with them. Come on. <laughs> How they get them up on the hill but, but, but that, That's what I'm saying. The, the FEMA trailers, you know, they, they have trailer hitches. They have wheels. You know, I mean, they're they're made to connect to a truck and, and be moved pronto. Maybe uh, Jesus miracled them up there. It could be possible. <laughs> You guys want some wine? I got some water we could use. <laughs> I want to talk a little bit about <laughs> Maggie. Do you think she was negotiating material? It just seems so out of place to me. Oh, yeah, she got all hard-ass. But in the comics, she becomes, sorry, spoiler, ruler of uh, Hilltop. Oh. So I, I like well, the way they're you. leading up to that. So that's a nice little nod to that, then. That's good. Yeah, I mean, you say that kind of, we, we're talking about she might get killed off because of her hair. Well, wouldn't that kind of imply that she's not going to be killed off anytime soon? Well, you never know now in the show because they've kind of, I mean, they keep the key points, but they've veered a lot from the comics. So you never know these days what they're going to do with her. I don't think she's dead. I, I definitely think it's Glenn that's still going to get the bat. I think still, after last night, we'll get into that a bit. I think after yeah. last night, it's secured to me that Glenn's still get getting the bat, not yeah. Daryl or anyone else. There's a well, lot of nods to Glenn getting the bat last night, just in the way that was the show was edited. Right? Yeah, but Mike we could be throwing you off, but throwing you off. But they're they they have nothing going on with Daryl that he Daryl has nothing to lose. Like if he died, it'd be like well. But Glenn, they're totally setting up like a new beginning and a family oh, and yeah. all this stuff. And his wife is the one who negotiated everything, so she's going to feel responsible. But, and um, well, last you know. night, I, yeah, I made a post about that, and then Mike Caldwell from the Social Dozen and the XD Experience. Brought to light too that really, almost you know, from the line of Negan and all is it, you know, like a love story is kind of brought up, but a lot of people saying Abraham, because you know he, no. he's got the love story going, he's in love, you know, he he's he he's in love with one person and with another person, you know, so it's, it's kind of building, you know, building up, yeah, yeah. I think he might get the bad. I think that'd be a cop out because. I don't think no one has an emotional attachment. If you have an emotional attachment to Glenn and Daryl, nobody really gives a shit about Abraham. Like if if they throw Abraham on the ground and start hitting him with a bat, I'm gonna be like, all right. Mm. But well, I, you know, I literally won't care. I'll be like, okay. Maybe Abraham is the next Glenn in that sense. So maybe once you know they do <laughs> hurt Glenn and he's out of the picture, Abraham starts to take over that picture. It just seemed to me like. You know, we see the ultrasound, we see this little close-up of Maggie and Glenn together, and it's like it freezes, like almost as frozen or extra seconds that we get to see them in this blissful moment, almost like Mm -hmm. telling the the audience, hold on to these few seconds because you will not have them together for much longer. So what they're building is probably what gives Abraham that final pushover. You know what? They fought for something. They had something to really fight for. And even though this happened, they still had that glimmer of hope, which might push him to the edge of committing to Sasha. I think, no, those are absolutely great points. I think the way the show is edited too, because there's a few times where it was mentioned, like, we're going to pay a price for this. Yes. This is going to lead to death. And it always cut to Glenn, like right after that, like the scene always turned back to Glenn in those moments too, as if like just a little nod. And I just want to say too, I mean, the show creators know that Negan killing Glenn in the comics is such, if not the most important moment in the comics that either they're going to screw around with that by getting Daryl in there or another major character. But I don't think they cop out. Like if they cop out on this moment, I think, they're going to lose. Well, like, yes. like Mike. And I, that's why I think it's going to be Glenn. It's so iconic. Yeah. I just don't think they're just going to yeah. mix it mix it up. It's it's almost too iconic. But like Glenn, yeah. like, not Glenn, like Mike and Napier were saying from WFOD, if they cop out, dude, I mean, Matt, yeah, I mean, you're, you're a comic fan. 
Mm-hmm. What would that do to the community? If, if say, like, Aaron got it. <laughs> or Dr. Well, Gray guy. It, no one would give a shit. <laughs> the show would go on, but with Glenn, you'd have an entire summer of people being like, holy shit, Glenn Dunn, like, Negan is such an asshole. Like, but, otherwise, yeah. with, but you with said Aaron, it before, Matt. I mean, you, really, the first sight of Negan, they got, they got to show the world in mm-hmm. all of TV history and all of horror movies, this is the villain of all villains. Yeah, yeah that's that, why they're got to kill what, Yeah, yeah. And, and I'm, I'm thinking, and also, yeah, like it's what it's what Matt just said. He's going to show up, and this character you've loved for six years that has a, a wife and a kid coming is going to just for no reason get his head beat in, mm-hmm. and then it's just going to end. And then they they know that's going to be like the most earth shatter. The internet's going to go crazy. It's going to explode. Like Right, and then yeah, and then then the the next season seven of The Walking Dead will break every ratings record they've ever set. Absolutely, and it's going to make know you what hate Negan. Like yeah, they yeah. know it. You need to hate Negan. They're gonna everybody's gonna everybody's gonna tune in to see to see Rick. I, I have no idea what happens in the Negan storyline at all. I really He's don't. Still alive. But, Big spoiler, asshole. No, I'm kidding. But that's, um, that's, a, that's a long way in the comics. They might end it in the show differently because they can't go as, as long as they have in the comics, I don't think. Right, because it would lose the luster of the show. Do you think they'll yeah. have all-out war? Oh, they're definitely leading to all-out war, and if they're smart, they're going to end the show with all-out war instead of, yeah. instead of like going to where the comics are, which is kind of starting again and finding new enemies. Like, but, but didn't, I want right. a high note, man. I want to talk a little bit but, about the Silver what, War they're starting now. What, what, well, hold on one mm-hmm. second. Matt, did, in the comics, didn't they? Didn't weren't they crazy enemies and always enemies? But didn't they team up ish, kinda? Uh, Negan and Rick. Yeah, I'm gonna have to go back. I'm actually like five comics behind right well, now. Well, see, I listen yeah. to you know uh, yeah. the Walker Stalkers uh, once a month. You know they have a comic episode with, with different hosts, and, and they're talking about mm-hmm. the comics. But it seems like that th- there was on some type of agreement. Not agreement, but maybe I, I maybe I just haven't gotten there. Yeah, I do want to talk. Can we talk about this for a moment? Because I've heard this article say that um, they're filming two versions of Negan for the mm-hmm. show. Yeah, one's uh, like a total like the way Negan should be, which is fuckity fuck fuck fuck, and the other one's going to be censored. So I guess the non-censored one is going to be either on the DVD, <laughs> Blu-ray, or like Netflix or something like that. And I think that's just I don't know. That seems shady to me because first of all. It feels like a sales ploy. Like, if you want to find out the true Negan, buy our DVD. That, the cynic in me is saying that. But the other part of me is saying, like, why are we taking such a weird stance on saying the word fuck on a show that every week has, like, kids dying, heads popping <laughs> yeah, off. And, it's, and now they're saying, like, it. shit every episode. It's like, okay. again, this ec- episode was, like, five times yeah. in different spots. But it's a cable It's a cable network, right? Just like with Sons of Anarchy. Remember, they would say GD and... You know, they, they would so have words every now and then. But, I mean, Negan needs yeah, to say... Yeah, but that was HBO. This is every movie classic. Yeah. But that's Negan's character. Like, the way... It's an art form to him, the way he uses that, that word. So... <laughs> you mean they couldn't do, like, scrubs and just yeah. put different little words in there? Why don't they just bleep it out? Have him say it and bleep it. They did that with USA that, yeah, and yeah. Mr. Robot. But, they would bleep out. Even they the do guy, that on South Park. On South Park, they cuss and they just bleep it. They, they'll, they'll make an episode, and if Comedy Central doesn't like it, they they don't redo it. They just bleep the bad word out. Yeah. I'd but, rather that. Absolutely, absolutely rather that, for sure. But the guy that's playing Negan, you know, he was asked at a con, that video that we were passing around, and people's like, can you tell us about The Walking Dead? And he's like, you know, my manager told me that The Walking Dead contacted him, and it was for a part. And he's like, 
He's like, uh, you know, the manager was like, I don't know what part. And he's like, it's fucking Negan. It's fucking, you know. I mean, so, so he broke right into Negan right then by saying it's fucking Negan. Right. So, yeah. I mean, you know what I'm saying? So him, you you can tell that, that, that he was a fan of the comic, the guy that's playing mm. Negan. So, you know, he knows what to bring to the table. But his expression was, it's, it's fucking Negan. <laughs> Which is great. I just hope they let him say that. I mean... You don't have to say it every second word, but to have Negan on the show and not honor that part of his character just seems weird in a show that doesn't draw other lines. It, I mean, so well, would they I be- wanted to bring up. I want. I want to say something real quick. Uh, uh, this <laughs> is about like again a South Park thing. If you followed the making of the South Park movie way back, Trey Parker and Matt Stone had a big fight with the MPAA, and they said what's so mind-boggling about the way the world is and the ratings is like the biggest taboo in the world is just bad language. And they said right. we, we we were making the South Park movie. They said we had all we had we had you know we had Satan, uh, Saddam Hussein banging G, uh, uh, Satan in the ass and pulling a big dildo out and and millions of people were getting blown up and the Canadians are you know and he said yeah. their biggest problem was we had the f word in there too many times and they said <laughs> and they said every time we cut up cut they made us cut a few bad words out we would we would literally animate more people dying and sneak it into the movie and they That's never hilarious. said one word about all the death huh. it was just the bad words and there's there's something what. Ba- yeah, it's, it's so like weird. That, it's yeah. that famous line that the mom says. She says, "She says a horrible, deplorable violence is okay as long as you don't say any dirty words." But you, you know, we've seen this before, Ted. But it was in the reverse. And the show that I'm talking about was uh, was named Little Steven from uh, Bruce Springsteen, the guitar player. Was on our local uh, morning show. This was a couple years ago, back with the Sopranos, and he's like, you know, ever since season one of the Sopranos, if there's strippers there. We do the scene with titties, and then we retake the scene with no cuss words, and they put their clothes on. But, you know, it, we got the vulgar version on HBO and then the mm. softer version on network TV. But, but that's one show that, you know, that they filmed twice. You know, they, they I didn't would know always, that. They would always shoot a scene. So if you, if you see The Sopranos, like, on network TV, mm-hmm. it's, you know, the, the strippers have clothes on, and, and there's no modifying what they're saying. You know, they shot everything twice. That's interesting. I, I didn't know that. But we, and, but we got the vulgar version because it was on HBO. You know, on its initial release. Yeah, it's HBO. Yeah. But again, it's it's again like you watch like American Horror Story. They they yeah. won't say the f word, but it'll show a <laughs> violent scene of a man being ass raped, like a full blown thrusting guy screaming, held down, like ass raping scene. That's okay, but they but don't say the f word. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It is. What it's mind boggling. I mean, uh, The Walking Dead has been doing the finger gesture, so would it be just as good if he's giving you the finger? Flipping the bird. Every- <laughs> <laughs> well, they've been, they've been saying shit. That's on the five no-no words, right? It was three times the last time and now five times this time or so. Because they, well, they, they can say bitch, the they can say damn hell, but what shit is on the bad list, right? And they Conan say O'Brien yeah. says shit on his show. I've heard Conan O'Brien say shit on TBS. They don't blurt it out. Well, that's a cable network. Did you? Well, so this is another South Park. Did you guys ever see the South Park episode? This is another South Park thing where the whole hype was. They said uh, tonight on cop drama, they're going to say the word shit, and it was like a big deal. And <laughs> everyone in the world was going to tune into this show called Cop Drama to hear him say the word shit. And the joke was that they said shit one time on Cop Drama, but on South Park they said it like two hundred times. And that was oh, the was joke. that the show with the counter? Like, there's yeah, a counter, a counter at the top, yeah. and, they, and they let, <laughs> they let, and they actually hyped up South Park's going to say shit, and they let fans, 
they had a contest, like whoever could accurately guess how many times they were going to say shit won a prize. Uh, that's uh, funny. It was, yeah, but it's, it's, again, it's a thing. If there was even an episode of South Park about, oh my god, they're going to say a bad word in a show. But who control? like, who's making these rules? Is that the FCC? Is that just... I think it's the advertisers. Yeah. Oh, see, I didn't know that. I mean, there's got to be something, because USA just, just, whenever they're dropping an F-bomb, they just don't even... You can see it mouth, but it's not mouthed or whatever, but it's, like, not. The volume's gone. Yeah, they could, so I'd rather they them could, do that. They could do with Negan what they do with Sam Jackson and have him say monkey fighting instead of <laughs> Mr. Falcon. <laughs> Mr. Falcon, yeah. yeah. Hey, Rick. Hey, Rick, you Mr. Falcon. <laughs> Get back here, you Mr. Falcon, Rick Grimes. I'm sick yeah. of these monkey fighting, yeah. monkey fight <laughs> Alexandrians. Okay, so back on track. Norm, you just want to talk about the Civil War? Well, I, I kind of call it the little Civil War in between because... You know, in Hilltop, we learned that there's this Jesus is, I want to say like the soldier. He's not really in charge. There's this other guy in charge. And what is, do you recall his name? Greg or something, wasn't it? He's like, like the one that seems to be calling the fans. shots. God, I mean, Jesus right. seems smarter than him, right? Mm-hmm. But he doesn't seem to like want to stand up to this guy either. So I don't think he wants the role. I think he just likes doing his thing. But, yeah, he, he said, like, oh, he's a weak leader kind of thing. I wouldn't have picked him, but whatever. Yeah, kind of let him do his thing. And, you know, it's, you know, we learned that Negan, um, the reason why he's such a big threat is, you know, first that he literally took a bat and blundered a 16-year-old to death. Mm-hmm. And what Negan wanted was he doesn't want to do the work. He wants, you know, other people to do the work. And by work is, you know, give them all their crops and food. So he has to give them half of everything they have. So crops. And I thought it was interesting because as Maggie becomes the the diplomat in the middle here and she puts pressure on this guy, she's like, you know, you need to give us half if we're to get rid of this crew for you. So I'm Mm -hmm. like, well, she in a way kind of turns into this jerk. You know what I mean? Like she's not soft about it either. So she's kind of taking half of the work. I mean, or half the supplies, but I guess they're willing to work for the other half also. Maybe that's the difference. Yeah, uh, well, let me tell you guys something real quick. This is funny. I, I just, uh, you know, you know that uh, Yahoo will give you stories based on things you read on the internet? Yeah. I just literally opened my browser, and the top story, it says, why, why the Walking Dead's Glenn is the next character to die a barbaric death. That's creepy. <laughs> <laughs> Internet is listening. The Internet's listening. It's listening. It's, it's, so, here we go. The, the Internet heard the show and they're explaining it to us. They're explaining it. They're mansplaining it. Yeah. Even before so, then, we we get into that little scuffle. I kind of want to talk because Rick's little reaction was was priceless. It was just from the comics too. <laughs> so what? I want to say too about that it's like when they walk into this new town and I'm sorry like I'm sorry I love Rick and I love the gang (laughs) again again they walk into the town and Rick in his mind you know he's looking at everything thinking man we sure can fuck this place up real good (laughs) well he told him he told him Teddy he's he's like you know you're going to give us the goods he's like we're going to get it anyway (laughs) the guy the guy at the fence like they they walked up and the guy at the gate is literally has a spear yeah Mm -hmm. He has a spear. Like Rick's, like, oh, guys, look out! He's got a spear. But um, 
what I want to say is, again, this is this has gotten to the it's gotten worse than like wrecking cars. You know, like a last <laughs> night the car wouldn't start or something. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? The, yeah. the every car on this show dies or gets wrecked. But this has gotten even more ridiculous. This place has run for for four years, not a single problem, and Rick and the gang show up. And what is going on in five seconds? Murders, town murder. Scuffles. The leader of the town right. is stabbed. Rick is cutting people's throats. It's drenched it's in just, blood. Maybe he's a vampire. <laughs> it's fucking ridiculous. I mean, weird with this. The scenario. timing. The ti- and look, Rick had nothing to do with the guy getting stabbed. But the timing after four years that that just happened to merge the exact moment in time that Rick shows up, guy gets stabbed. It was yeah. ridiculous. He should have been like, <laughs> "Get out of here!" So, Rick so, is Rick is going on Rick rolling these towns left and right. So they make this agreement, Matt, and you, and it, you know you're a fan of comic the comics, mm-hmm. and you're a huge fan of Negan. But Rick is kind of like, hey, we'll, "We'll take care of this Negan guy." What what went through your mind, Matt? He's getting cocky. Well, I think I think for Rick, like the biggest enemies he had are the wolves, which are pretty bad, and he's had those other like the claimer, the reclaimers, and stuff. So in his mind, he's thinking this is just going to be like fifteen guys holed up at a place that are going to be pushovers. So I think he's getting pretty cocky, right? He doesn't actually understand the threat that Negan poses. Right. So I, I kind of laughed to myself. I'm like, Rick, getting over your head on this one, buddy. Just back away. And it's kind of cocky too, in the sense that. He thinks he can solve what this whole town hasn't been able to solve in like X number of years, right? Like he can just waltz in and fix their problem for them. So, well, Maggie was that way too. Maggie was Maggie yeah. said something like, "Yeah, we'll go take care of them. We'll go take care of them." Yeah, it was something. What did the guy say to her? The guy said something like uh, something about well, she said, "Well, of course you don't see that. They're all dead. We we killed them all. Yeah, <laughs> they're all dead." So again, it's yeah, they're they're. Totally, and they're also turning into the villains. Where literally now they're 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 not waiting to be attacked. They're preemptively just going to places to kill people. Well, now they're yeah. guns for hire, basically. They're they're mm-hmm. people that you hire to get rid of your problems for yeah, food. But once again, Matt Negan is kind of like Tony Soprano, right? The cool guy that has rules. You know what? And, and yeah. has yeah. people that will bash your ankles and bash your face just yeah. for not respecting him. He only steps in when he has to to make a statement. He doesn't. Uh, he doesn't like getting his hands dirty. And he's. He. I don't think he hurts women. I think he makes them have sex with him. But I think he's got his weird respect thing for women. So, huh. so <laughs> he, not, he, not he that respecting women is weird. But I'm just saying. Like, so, no, no. He respects women. He only makes them have sex weird. with him. But he respects them. So did all you all <laughs> you guys? Matt, Matt, Ted, Norman. Did you guys watch The Sopranos back when it was on? Yeah. No, I saw the last episode like everybody did. I, I did. thought the cable went out. Well, well, Matt, whenever you watch The Sopranos, right? Yeah. Which we watched every week, every Sunday, I think, is when it come on. Or f- yeah, it was Sunday, right? Uh, when you watch The Sopranos, you you felt... Say, like, if Tony Soprano was... was you know, and, and, you know, if somebody bumped into him, I mean, you would feel what they felt, right? You're like, holy... This yeah, dude is no. I mean, yeah. but but you know what I'm saying? Like like, like with the Tony Soprano, whenever his eyes would cut to the side, or whenever mm-hmm. he was talking, he, he had a goofy voice. He was a chubby guy. But I, dude, I always felt Tony Soprano like like it, it, I would feel it in my bones. Like oh shit, man. Yeah, you didn't want to fuck Tony dude, Soprano. This but. is a dude to not. And, and I'm really hoping that Negan's like this, to where you really feel the part of, of the opposing person to to Negan, just like. You know, mm-hmm. like I said, you know, when Big P got shot in the face on The Sopranos, you were always like, I would not want to be that dude before anything yeah. ever happened. 
Yeah. Even his wife, you're like, man, I wouldn't even want to be married to this dude. This is just a, this is, you know, for me, I think Tony Soprano in TV history is one of the, my favorite villains of all time. I think Negan's going to be less vulnerable than Tony, though, because Tony went to a therapist. He was trying to, like, at least figure stuff out. I think Negan's more comfortable in being just a dick. Sure. Yeah. You know, it's funny that you guys say this because there's a point at the end of the show where Rick kind of goes back or we see, like, a little um, for the next scene where we see, like, Rick kind of talk to everybody. This is what we need to do. And we see Morgan for a split second. So I wonder what kind of moral implications or moral issues are rolling around Morgan's head at this point when they're going to go face. Oh, that's right, Morgan. Group. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, Morgan. <laughs> I forgot about him, too. Guys, let's just hug him. Just yeah, hug him. it's okay. I'll tie him up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> back, back on... on. The Soprano thing again. One of the greatest. <laughs> sorry. One 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 of the greatest villains of of, of of movie history, of film history, even above Tony Soprano. You can look it up. The number one villain of all time is Amon Goeth from Schindler's List. Okay. Yeah, he didn't have vulgar language, but every when you watch Schindler's List, you know his presence when Amon's on, on the screen. Which was was a Ralph. How you say his last name? Ralph Fiennes. Ralph Fiennes yeah. played. Yeah, and he. I Rafe, think. Rafe, I think. Rafe. Yeah, but but you know what I'm saying. Whenever he was on screen, he was calm and he didn't really talk much. But you mm-hmm. felt his presence. Yeah, so he was cold and calculated, and, and, and yeah, he is considered like yeah. like like the the worst villain of all time. But you know, he he was a real guy. I think that uh, what I was looking, I was watching Schindler's List, and I think in real life that guy literally pulled the trigger to, and, and took it was like thirty five thousand lives. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, from from his finger pulling a trigger, it was estimated like thirty five thousand people died to him in the Holocaust. Damn. I hope we I hope we get that feel in the Tony Soprano feel with Negan, dude. I really do. To where you're like, to where you feel it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you feel his presence. I, I think you're gonna fear him on the screen. He's definitely a if they do it right, and the actor's good for the part, but you're definitely gonna feel that he could just lash out at any minute. I, think I that's never definitely. once feared the governor on TV. Ever. It was fun never. to watch, but I, yeah, I didn't fear him doing crazy stuff. I don't I don't think the act didn't done it. I mean, well, he was he, just I, very I'm logical in a weird kind of way, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But the governor in the comics was this crusty, dirty dude that you just didn't mess with. He was Again, Tony he looked, Soprano's uh, uh, he in the looked comics. Like a, when I saw the image of the governor before I ever watched the show, I thought... When I heard, like, oh, the governor's coming in season three, I looked him up, and I was like, this is going to really destroy the reality of the show. Because, like I, I've said many times, this looks like a – it looks like you're playing – yeah, it looks like you're playing Contra, and this dude would show up. <laughs> like, this this does not box. look like reality at all. This looks like yeah. – he looked like a he looked like a, 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 a general in Cobra Commander's army. That's true. You know, something like that. So I mean, Egan in the comics looks like a greaser, eh, Sean? Like, he looks like – he hey, like Jesus. Willie Nelson. Oh, what are you talking about? The governor? Negan. Oh, oh Negan. Negan, talk, Negan looks like kind of a greaser. He kind of looks like a guy from the 70s. Yeah, and he wears yeah. the biker, the old school biker leather jacket that's got the... Yeah, the slick back hair. Is a lapel? On the, or what do you call it? You know, it's like, like Danny Zuko wore. I mean, you know, there's yeah. leather jackets, but then there's that signature one that's got the big... Rivet buttons on it and got the mm. belt at the bottom. 
So one thing I don't know in the comics, Matt, general conversation, and I know like Dwight and things like that. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I know all the you know the iron and stuff like that. But but general conversation, Negan with his guys, what type of guy is he? Do you remember? I think he I think he talks a big game. I think he's cool and confident. But he, I mean, he definitely like talks about himself like he's he's the big shit. Like, he's just he was a very confident talk. He was a leader, but he was he like a cock of the walk type guy. He like. Cock he, of the walk. like yeah, Rachel said he had a charismatic air of a real leader. He's very charismatic. Like I loved him in the comics. When he was in the scenes, I'm like, I want to get more of this guy. I don't want to live with this guy, but I want to see more of this guy. So I think that's what was a big appeal. Like, yeah, that's a good word for it. He was charismatic. Of a real as of a real leader. So Yeah. Like you you can see, at least in the comics, you can see why people follow Negan because he keeps them safe. Like his mm-hmm. compound in the comic books, like it's a sweet deal if you follow Negan's rules. You live a pretty okay life. You're protected. You've got food. You've got a job. It's just that if Negan comes to you and says, I want to take your wife and add her to my harem, you got to say yes or else you're getting your face <laughs> with an iron, basically, right? So this is a small payoff. I'm sure Mariana wouldn't mind. I hope. True, true. <laughs> and, and it's fun to go, like I said... I talk all the time. You can go on YouTube and just type in the story of Negan. And people do it real well. Yeah, I haven't read all the comics up through that, but for a brief thing of, say, like, who is Jesus or who is Negan, YouTube has some really good videos out there. That tell it, that tell it in detail. Can you give way, us... Like, I'm going to take your wife, and she's going to be in my harem, or else you're getting your face beaten in. Well, see, that's what I was going to ask. What kind of things do you need to kind of do for Negan to be in his good graces. And I guess that might be one of them, what Ted just said. Doggy style? Just whatever he wants you to do. Like, I think his thing is just like, if you want to survive, it's not going to be pretty, but just listen to me, I'll get you through it. And if you don't listen to me, then you're going to really pay for it, basically. Mm. What I want to know is, I think, these people, that in, it's like these bullies of the apocalypse. Like, who made Negan King shit? How did he rise to be, like... This lawless yeah. land where it's suddenly like I, when I was watching uh, when I was watching um, um, Turbo Kid, you th- I was watching going, "Who the fuck made Michael M- Michael Ironside king of the world?" <laughs> Caesar, <laughs> yeah, like really, and it's sort of like that's the thing. It's I know like he got all these people to follow him, but it's like yeah. if he says like your ship belongs to Negan, I'm like, says who? Like right. What? Well, I mean, I think it's interesting because think about it. I mean, how did Rick kind of be came become the leader of where he's at? You know, he was, um, he made good decisions. You know, he seemed to really get, have his crews back when it was needed. And maybe that's just the way he worked his magic to the point where you bend somebody's will enough that they just belong to you and will do what you want them to do. And that's how you start to gain the power. I also think, and just kind of adding to that, I also think Negan is, and I think I've said it before, is just a representation of if Rick continues down the line he's going at, which is basically... I'm Rick Grimes, motherfucker, listen to me, we're doing this the way it needs to be done. <laughs> like, Rick could be a Negan five years down the road if he keeps on just getting so cynical and cold about everything and 
just going going straight for stabbing people in the throat. Like, he could be the next Negan. So I think that's the interesting thing, too. Rick's going to see what happens when you take that too far. True. Well, that guy, the thing is, that, that was... Totally, yeah, everybody was getting mad at Rick and jumping on Rick, but again, it's like, dude, that guy just stabbed somebody, then tackled Rick to the ground and put a knife to his throat. Yeah, right. That was a completely justified killing of a person last night. Yeah, I didn't get the outrage over that. I'm like, did you guys not see the part where your mayor was stabbed? <laughs> yeah, no, I, didn't, I didn't understand it at all, either. Like, <laughs> that guy was a dink, though. Yeah. You could tell he was totally just, like, he just stumbled across that house. He... And can we talk about how much blood Rick has gotten in his mouth over oh the last... Oh my I was thinking that last night. It's like... He has killed so many people, and how many times has he been doused in blood? I'm not talking like a little, like Carrie, vampire doused in blood, head to toe, where it's like it's clearly gotten in his mouth and everywhere. And you're telling me that none of these people that at some point have hepatitis or something? I mean, who knows how many diseases Michonne now has? Oh my goodness, that's true. Rick, I got to talk to you about something. Um, I have uh, I talked to that doctor in uh, Hilltop, and uh, I have Hep C, gonorrhea, herpes. <laughs> I have literally everything. Um, I have had um, A got, through B, A through D. Uh, the clap. Well, I, I have gotten a lot of blood. I, I straight up bit a biker's throat out about a year. Ago. <laughs> All right, let me get my let me get my knife. I'll cut it out of you. No, Rick, we can't solve it that way. All right. <laughs> Hang on, let me uh, let me get this uh, stick. I'm gonna right. try to push it out of your body. <laughs> All right. Well, what if? What what if it comes on next week? And it, the opening scene is Negan walking into Alexandria, and he grabs the doctor lesbian chick and just bashes her head in. Poor Denise. <laughs> Denise. Yeah. I'll, I'll be like so. No, yeah, I like Denise because she, you know. She, Daryl went out of the way for her, so she went out for the Dar- out of the way for Daryl and made him some funky oatmeal cake that tastes like crap. But she knew he needed that protein in there. He also came through for Carl. Let's remember. That's right. You know what? They That's could right. pull some strings. And you know what? Well, what if Carl did get the bat? Uh, I mean, that would be effective. I think but... the show could go on easily without him. But do you yeah. think? I don't think Rick. Uh, that, that would be like. Uh, what would Rick's react? Wouldn't. I, like I literally think the rage that would come out of Rick would destroy the planet. Like the planet would explode. <laughs> right. Like I just don't. I can't see that happening because it's like, I it, yeah. I mean, what 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 could the show possibly be? It's like an old episode of Twenty Four when they kill Jack Bauer's girlfriend, and you're like, oh, well, the next seven episodes is going to be a murder spree like you've never seen, and that's what it would always become. Like mm-hmm. he's going to literally destroy the planet if that happens. Shoot lasers out of his eyes. <laughs> He's gonna fly into the atmosphere like Superman, and then turn around and fly into the Earth. And it's gonna explode. He's like gonna reverse comet. time, first of all, to save Daryl. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Daryl, I've been stuff. thinking: Is there a, uh, 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 hey Denise, and all that book learning? You know, is there a way to reverse time? <laughs> I'm gonna do it anyways. <laughs> I'd like to. Go, I'd like to go back about five years <laughs> before the book. I'm really curious to see, you know what, I mean, for once, and I know the first three episodes of the start of season six, we loved it, then it went downhill, but I think they can only go forward, right? I mean, they they can't have a filler episode, like, like this week is not going to be the story of the Dr. Dre guy, or or something like that, you know what I mean, something out of the ordinary, I, I think that they're on a good path right now, hopefully, they keep moving forward, I pray, yeah. I hope. People are- 
People in chat are saying that uh, line, what, was one of the funniest lines. I, yeah, I laughed too, actually. I thought that was yeah. funny. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, well, I well, saw you looking at? the panel today. I guess it, it was the exact same word uh, from the comics, what. What? Yeah. What? I'm going to go back and read the comics now that I've seen all this stuff up to now. I mean, the Rick's crew looks really savage-like. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Especially compared to these people who are so primitive in what they have at the moment. You know, this Greg guy, all he cares about is, you know, keeping his little community safe. But also he wants anybody who comes through his doors to go clean up. And he pretty yeah. much forced them all to go clean up. So that's like his pet peeve. Don't worry about sticking up for your crew and being afraid somebody of somebody and afraid of dying. But, you yeah. know, you do need to take a shower. You can't be dirty in my presence. Yeah, he's he's just a twerp, I think. I think he's just like a middle manager who got a who found himself as leader of this community and does not to run it, but I think he just loves the the title. The, the title, yeah. We all have bosses like that. You know, you know how that goes. <laughs> true, true. You know how it is. I'm gonna say good like episode, like, yes or yeah. no? Do what? Huh? <laughs> what was that? What's that, Norma? Well, no, Sean, I was, or what, whatever Matt just said, because it made Freeman, yeah, what, wait, what? <laughs> what, 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 Good episode or no? I thought it was yeah. a great episode. I thought it was I a great episode. No. I think any episode where you actually learn something new that's relevant, <laughs> you know, that moves the story right. forward is a good episode. Mm-hmm. That's why Lost had about a whole season of shit, because there was a whole season of season two where nothing happens, you know, that's... What was so, the zoo uh, season? The one where they were stuck in the zoo for like that five was season episodes. two. The first was like eight episodes. Uh, oh. Sawyer was about Sawyer, Kate, and Jack stuck in tiger ca- and polar bear cages, oh, and nothing terrible. happened. <laughs> Dude, can, can I bring this to the table? No. Oh. Moving on. What? No, Matt said no. Never mind. <laughs> and, and, no. I, and I know. I mean, whenever you do a show, an after show, and at yeah. the beginning of the after show, you gotta you gotta make a statement about social media. I know that we always get spoilers. Or we, you know, tonight we got a special guest. You know, this is proof that they don't die. You know, we, this is proof that they don't die. We got a special, you know, like last night they, they had a special guest. It was Jesus. And, and the first thing he said is like, tonight, you know, it, this proves that just because we have a special guest doesn't mean people die. Hmm. I'm so sick uh-huh. of it. I, I'm so sick of the after show. I never, I, I've the never watched. Way. First of all, I, I, I mean, get, I'm really tired it. of it. <laughs> I, I have been watching because it's, it's silly. interesting. They have little quizzes, and this, you know, this is, I don't usually watch it live, but because oh, I of this like thing, I have been, or as, as live as possible. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know that the Talking Dead has little quizzes, and I was proud of myself because out of two out of three in two weeks in a row, I got two of them right. But yesterday, I got all three of them correct. So, like, I like trivia, so I thought that was pretty neat. And it kind of makes me tell my brain, am I paying close enough attention to know these small little details? You know, like, for example, yeah. when when um, I think it was the first episode of the season, you see Carl sitting down reading when they're out in the woods, him and Enid. And he's actually reading a Walking Dead comic book. In his Is head. he? Yes. That's funny. So I thought that, that was a nice little, like, Easter egg in there. Like I, Carl, was actually, Carl was reading a Walking Dead comic on The Walking Dead? Yes. Was he? Mm-hmm. Well, that breaks the fourth wall, doesn't it? I know he's what reading, is this, right? Deadpool? One time yeah, he was reading, yeah. it was some comic from one of Kurtman's comics. I didn't realize that one of them was The Walking Dead. 
Well, that episode, I believe it was. And then, you know, like last night's question, what name does Greg keep calling Maggie? Sugar tits? No, that's Nat- her second Natalie, name. Natalie, wasn't it? Or? Yep, Natalie. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Called her Natalie. I mean, I, I, like, I like the stuff on – don't get me wrong. I like stuff on The Talking Dead. But I think I think the host is just silly about some stuff. So we've got a special uh, – Oh, yeah, Why does it got to be a special guest? Hard, Hardwick is an American treasure, Sean. You but, shut up. but what I'm saying, moment, you, you who was the um, artist that they have? Because I don't know him. I don't recognize him. Marilyn Manson? No, the the guest. Oh, yeah, last he, night. I, I can't. His name is Scott, I think. But he's he's an artist. I think he's in the decision. Anyways, he was all excited. He's like, yeah, there's finally a little bit of jungle fever. But... And Chris Hardwick starts laughing. He's like, I really don't have anything to say <laughs> to that. Because you knew that no matter how he said it, even, you know, being joking or, or silly, that it probably wouldn't come out right. So I was laughing so hard my stomach was hurting. Because, you know, he was he stopped himself. I'm the dummy that always inserts her foot in her mouth at the wrong <laughs> But why does it got to be a secret guest? Yeah, why are. can't it just be like, we got three guests tonight? Did, it's a, does, it, a, does anybody ever shit their pants when he's like, Jesus is on? You're like, oh, mother. Uh, I'm yeah, they, they always keep, such they keep su- it a surprise a secret, a secret cast member. Yeah, I, I don't know why they keep that a secret. It, it could be a marketing thing. Like maybe more people will tune in. Like, I want to see who the secret cast member is. But I, I don't, yeah, I don't know why it's a big secret that Jesus is going to be on the show this week. I don't know. I mean, what was ever said him? And Matt, why can't Maggie be like, why not a special guest? Why is it she the secret guest? Yeah. yeah. I mean, really. I was way more surprised <laughs> that she was sitting there than Jesus. I don't know, man. Well, I, Jesus I, I just think crazy. Overboard is, is just silly after after all this I was season. surprised Kid Cuddy was sitting there. Remember oh, Kid see, that's Cuddy? his name, Kid Cuddy. Cuddy. Oh, Comedy Bang Bang. See, I don't know no, who Comedy he is. Bang Bang. You guys remember no. my video of, uh, of spiders shooting out of Rachel's vagina? Yeah. Yes. I dream about it once a week. Kid, yeah. Kid Cuddy was on that panel, and uh, Kid Cuddy was the celebrity guest that they said fought to make to get my video into the uh, the finals. Oh, really? <laughs> wow! Yeah, it was oh, Kid fantastic. Cuddy. That's Kid Cuddy's funny. He's so on a show I, that's all I, know, I don't know who he is at all. I only know that he was one of the six celebrity judges, and the people told me that he he thought it was like the best one and fought to get into the finals. That's all. I, that's my only <laughs> reference to who Kid Cuddy is. But thank you, Kid Cuddy. Kid Cudi had your back. I mean, I, I, I like everything quality. about Chris Hardwick. I, I just think it's silly after all this time. You know, I mean, drop the whole secret special guest, and you know, and then whenever it's somebody that hadn't died, one out of fifty, don't be like, "Booms, we got you." You know, they don't have to die. Nobody cares. Sorry. <laughs> I just I, I don't. Now they're talking. doing the talking. Uh, they're doing talking. Uh, Talking Better Call Saul, I think, isn't it? Talking Better Call Saul or something. Better Talk Saul or something. They're doing that now. And then it, yeah, call it, back Saul. Then he's doing a Fear the Walking Dead because it, it goes right into where this ends. And you know what? They're not playing the, the second uh, running of The Walking Dead on Sunday nights anymore either. It's 11 o'clock is Fear the Walking Dead now. Yeah, oh, they're, they're trying to re- fear. Yeah, they're reshowing all six episodes. There's, like, there's six more weeks of uh, this Walking Dead, so they're going to reshow all six episodes of that at 11, leading into try to get people on board with that. It, the ratings went down every single week of season one of that, and um, they're even you though know, I do think season two, the footage I've seen looks, looks really good. good. 
I do it like the beach good. zombies and the and the like. There's a scene like a bunch like a a boat full of zombies is like rowing up or something, and it looks yeah. It they have some. I, I like zombies on the high sea like that. There's a movie called Zombie Two had a famous scene where a zombie fights a shark, and there is something about zombies in the ocean that's spooky and disgusting. And and uh, there's a great shot of zombies coming out of the ocean. I saw it looked good. There's um, a trailer so online. I, I haven't actually seen the trailer. Yeah, yet. there's a new there's a new teaser that has like a zombie coming out of the ocean that looks spooky and weird. And so it, there's hmm. some cool imagery that, from Fear of the Walking Dead coming up. I think we're all gonna watch it. We're all gonna give it a chance. But it shows the, the you know Black James Bond, the guy that's like the best character in the show, whatever his name is. It oh, totally yeah, shows funny. in the trailer his house is like in it's, it's flames are coming out of his house and zombies are so it's immediately going to be the place gets overrun with zombies and they have uh-huh. to flee to the boat and it's like mm-hmm. well I told y'all y'all couldn't come but uh, I guess y'all can come anyway and they're all going to get on his little yacht and that's so, what's going to happen. Place looked pretty time. sweet. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah the place was pretty sweet. Now zombies. It was man. Yeah, and I like he's in his yeah, he's in his he's in his mansion on the cliff. And he says, "By the way, see that yacht out there? That's my second house. That yacht out there." So they're going to be on oh, a yacht. Yeah. Do you think it's all going to be at sea? This like entire season? that's what the trailer looks like. The trailer looks like it's all on the beaches and in the ocean and stuff. Huh. Which I think is a good, I, I think that's more interesting than keeping it in the city. I think it looks pretty good, like especially the airplane one. The airplane one just. I don't know. Maybe it's because I have a fear of airplanes in the first place. But it just, I don't know. I mean, have you seen any of those, Matt? I, I don't even stop it anymore. I fast forward right through them. Okay, so there's, there's, a, <laughs> I do. I mean, there's this, I used to they stop come across a zombie, okay? Let me just tell you real quick. They come across this, this man who's like having these weird reactions. And, uh, I think a couple of the, um, of the airline stewardess get bitten. As far as I can see, or one passenger and one airline service, but they're able to shove this man into the bathroom, and mm-hmm. now they're in an airplane. They're up in the air with people watching, and it's it's intimidating because, you know, if you're not a flyer, a good flyer, and you know something's crazy. I mean, every little bump to me, I am like massive panic attack on an airplane. <laughs> you yeah. know, so to see that something disturbing is happening. In your next to you as you're sitting down on this airplane, like please bumps, please no turbulence. To see this kind of madness going on is pretty freaky, you know. Because if mm-hmm. you're in a building, you can try to run out a window, you know, you can try to open a door, but that's not going to be happening on an airplane. So yeah, here yeah. they have this 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 weird creature trapped in this in this door. And then yesterday's episode or little uh, clip that they gave us is the wife is like, that's my husband in there. And there are a couple of people like, you cannot open that door. He's sick, but I want to talk to him. And they're like, don't open the door. So she kind of understands not to open the door. So she puts her hand on the door and she's like, honey, can you hear me? And you can hear like all the, the zombie rumbling. Oh, in the back. Yeah. You know, and you're waiting. I mean, I don't know what happens because they don't really show you afterwards. They show her upset and crying. But all it takes is one second for her to say, you know what? My husband is sick. He needs a doctor. And for her to open that door and all madness is all lost all over again. Well, I think well, it's going to happen. Too, it's like it takes forever to turn into a zombie. So I don't know. On, on the course of an, a flight, uh, you don't just get bit and turn into a zombie. So it just seems like... <clears throat> I, I I don't I don't know, it, it, and it seems like if this type of stuff uh, are, are they over the ocean, is that the excuse for why they don't just land the plane? They're over the ocean. Yes, they're over the ocean. 
Okay, because I mean, but I, I, uh, yeah. So I mean, the typical which could make sense if they do an emergency landing on those little boats or whatever. Well, that's what happened. In, that's what happened. Snakes on a plane. They couldn't land the plane because they were over the ocean. But what? Um, but what? It kind of the thing I don't like about it is is this one minute segments linked together, right? Not even a minute. I mean, and I, I feel like it would be better to not watch it and just wait for it to all be done. They're going to put it out as one like long fifteen minute thing. But it goes to show you can get bit, turn into a zombie in a matter of seconds, mm-hmm. and it just doesn't Which, do the rules. That, right. And that defies what we've learned on the Walking Dead show. That's that's that's, that's why twenty eight like days it. later logic. Instantly, they you know like like this guy, the plane just took off. He turned into a zombie. They throw him in the bathroom. He, he bit some people. You know, it was it was bleeding down on the the Asian girl. So, so it's, I think it's going to show that instantly people turn into zombies, which breaks all the rules of The Walking Dead. Was he was what was, well, was he sick? Was did he have the flu when he got on the plane? And he died on the plane and then turned into a zombie. Yeah, all in about two minutes. So far, <laughs> so he went from well, not sick at all to getting a fever that killed him and then turning into a zombie. You gotta minutes. remember, we're watching thirty-second clips, so we don't know what happens in between. It looks pretty real time. I think it's minute to minute, right? Yeah, I think it's real time. It's supposed to be real time, like fifteen minutes total. But okay, so what if at the very beginning of the outbreak, it's so viral that it, it does doesn't take too long to turn into a zombie? Maybe by the time Rick wakes up, it takes longer to turn into one. Like well, the they, they certainly showed too, Matt. They, they, it's, it's like in the course that they took off on this flight, the whole world fell apart while they've been on the plane because they say, we need to land. Is that they're like, Philadelphia, New York, Chicago, everywhere. Everywhere is, is falling to pieces. We can't land anywhere. Like the whole world has <laughs> yeah. gone to hell. Like literally every major city has fallen apart to the point that they can't land a plane anywhere. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, well, when you took off, everything was fine. How long is this flight? You can fly yeah. across, you fly around the whole world in like what, fifteen hours, or from you yeah. fly from America to to China in fifty or something like that. So I, it just seems a little rapid to me. Well, maybe we'll find out he was bit like the day before or something like that, and just started exhibiting symptoms. I don't right. know. It took Who Bob knows? a long I time think, to die, though. That's for sure. I um, think with all the backlash it got, they know that it's all or nothing. We really need to work at it. Do you think that they can make uh, a spinoff of Negan and it could stand alone? I think so. Like a um, prequel kind of thing? or mm-hmm. Like, wouldn't it be interesting if we had started that there instead of what we're seeing from Fear of the Walking Dead? Yeah. I, I would definitely watch something like that instead, for sure. They show it. They show him, and he's like a uh, he's a used car salesman or something, <laughs> yeah, or a a, um, a terrible lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, he's, all, he's like he's like some he's like a he's a bowling a league bowling champion, and he uh, <laughs> yeah, and it, it it starts he bashes a zombie's head in with his bowling ball. Yeah, one thing I didn't watch is the the Talking Dead the, 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 the scene from next week. Did you see that, Norma? I did. I did. What, what was the scene? I know he said it was an extra long one this week. Well, the scene was, it's pretty much Rick is going back to the town. He's going back to Alexandra and he's saying, look, you know, we know about Negan. We can wait for him to come and get us because eventually he's going to find us. Or we can all go now and stop him before he even knows we exist. Was that on? Was that the one from The Talking Dead or after The Walking Dead? That is the one from The Talking Dead. Okay. Well, that, because I, it I showed you a little bit from after The Walking Dead, but this was a little more detailed. You know, it's Rick. They're in that 
in that room where they always kind of met up and always talked with everybody. And it, as he's telling this, you know, why they should go now, it pans to every, just about every major character that we see. And that's when we see, I, at least I noticed Morgan where he's thinking, oh, like you can see in his brain, he's like, you know, fighting. What do I do now? What do I do? Because this is my new stance on life and this is not what I want to, you know, kind of want to go down. But we know now that Negan is not a good character because he literally batted down a 16-year-old kid. And right. Daryl, seeing that he was, he they were, his people were, were no doubt about it, were going to shoot uh, Abraham and Sasha. Yeah. Right. Exactly. So, you know, that's it. It was pretty much just a little extra longer seeing the pep talk of Rick, to, you know, trying to convince the Alexandrians to get up and go fight. And mm-hmm. take them by surprise. And, you know, I agree with Matt. I think Rick is too cocky now. And I think, you know, that price they're going to pay, they're going to be coming back uh, licking their wounds. And it's not going to be so easy. Yeah, it's not going to be good. That's for sure. It's going to be fun. takes down the whole thing, and that's how we end The Walking Dead. So so as, as we're winding down, uh, again, to the wrap-up show, Matt, you know, I think since from next week, it, it looks like we're still going to be moving forward. So are you happy so far? You think we're going to get more than three good episodes and this steady <laughs> move forward? <laughs> I, I'm really hoping, man. I think that, so. That, that, we, it, that it stays to good storytelling in, in a forward motion. The editing seems to be better. The stories seem to be faster flowing. I've enjoyed the last three episodes, so hopefully they keep it up. It's good stuff. You know, and, and I, I really... The last three episodes are so good. You know, I, I could go in there and binge watch them now, and, and I think still mm-hmm. really, 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 really enjoy them. Mm-hmm. All right, so. tell me three main characters that that you think are going to go. You go first. Who goes first? Me, Daryl, Glenn, and Abraham. Okay, I think Glenn Abraham. I don't think Daryl's going anywhere. I think Glenn Abraham. And, uh, shit. Glenn Abraham and. Uh, the dyke. I mean, the lesbian. Jesus. <laughs> oh, Glenn, I, I didn't mean to say that. I, I really do apologize. <laughs> he's just so he's just so used to saying that stuff privately, and sometimes publicly it comes out. Uh, Glenn Abraham and, uh, I don't know. I don't know. You need a third, Ted. It's a game. Pick a third. Yeah. Come on, Tara. I'm gonna I'm gonna say that I'm gonna say that carpet liquor, Tara. Jesus. <laughs> oh my god. Wait, that's that, that said out loud. Shit. I mean, I mean, I mean, a lesbian, Tara. Ain't no that like a dude be, with a vagina. Uh, I picked that straight guy, Glenn. I picked the uh, <laughs> the straight guy, Abraham. You got something against gay people, Matt? What's up, man? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, why are you picking the gay people, Matt? What the hell's your problem? You're not, he, you a problem? He's anti-gay picking. He's straight picking. That's what, <laughs> I'm straight picking. Straight uh, picking. I need a third. I need a third. Uh, I think, you know, I think at least one of the Alexandrians is going to die. Uh, what's his, what is his name? Adrian, um, the gay dude. Aaron? Aaron. Aaron. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Grace. Yeah. You know what would okay. be good, I think, for The Walking Dead? Instantly, we have a flashback. You got Herschel, you got Lori. I, I think it would be good. Like the opening scene, you know, like an old flashback to have them back on set, you know, the way things were, maybe. <laughs> I yeah. think 
think it, I think it was so good. Norma three. That'd be interesting. I think it was three. so good. Uh, <laughs> Abraham. So Glenn. And then as far as the other one, I want to say it'd be a toss up between Rosita and Maggie. Mm. I don't think they're going to wipe out the whole Glenn family. Well, either one. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, one of those three. Glenn, Glenn, I'm Negan. I respect women. I make them have sex with me, but I respect women. You know, even though I I like the fact of Maggie being, like, the leader, as you said, of Hilltop, I mean, it would be just as much of a big blow if they take her out being pregnant. What about... Yeah, that would be pretty... What about Crazy. what about Negan captures pregnant Magni, puts her in some cottons? See, I was saying maybe garter belts. And maybe that's that's the um, turning point for Glenn to get super involved if he takes her. I mean, he could be like the governor. I mean, the governor tried to rape her. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, and that scene, uh, that scene that he said, Lauren, Lauren Cohan, I think almost quit the show. Period, because that scene was so upsetting. She didn't want to be wow. on the, the show. Governor? That and the Lori. Scene. Yeah. This, I think the scene with the go. I think I think why what, what's it? The, I know that, I know there was a scene that made her want to quit the show. Well, it, was, was it? I watched inside the actor studios on the other night, but I saw the thing you're talking about. It was the Lori scene. Oh, uh, really? Lori, wasn't the scene where she was pinned up? No. What I what I heard her talk about was when she knocked on Glenn's thing. Was she was having trouble with, with having to deal with the the whole pregnancy and, and a mother dying, giving birth, and, and stuff like that. But, but but it seems like she did talk about the the rape scene also. It'd be hard to do. Yeah. Can I say something also? They they said uh, uh last night. They said to Rick like, "How many people y'all got?" He's like, "We got fifty four. I'm like, fifty four. Well, where were the other forty during the whole taking back of Alexandria <laughs> or every single show? I, there's no. 54. Yeah, where are they? Where are these? Where are these mysterious other other forty Alexandrians? Yeah. You gotta face town man. Matt, see, I mean, Ted, see, you would be dead, dude. Logics, man. You gotta. I, I got 175. Six. See, yes, oh, you got, it's like, dude, it's again, what they did a lot. You know how, like, they, they always said, like, 50 people survived that plane crash, but you'd only ever see nine of them, like, the nine main characters. But there were, like, 50 survivors, so you'd always yeah. see these little extras that were never included in anything. If I was one of those extras, I'd be like, Hey Jack and Sir, where are you fucking dudes always going? What you're, you're always off on adventures doing things. I'm just sitting. I've been sitting here on the beach for the last six, six months, and then gradually, just <laughs> out of funny. nowhere, all well, the that, extras yeah. just slowly disappeared. All the extras just sort of disappeared eventually to where there was just the nine main characters. It's like where'd they all go? They literally gradually phased them out, thinking the audience would not notice. Well, The Walking Dead Did does they- that with cast members. Where's Doctor Dre? Where's the gay guy? <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, Dr. Dre. The guy that played Dr. Dre, the black guy. What's his What's his name on the show? Oh, with the dreadlocks. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I Rufus. I I always thought he was a girl in the comics. I I didn't get it that he was a guy <laughs> until like way later. Man, you were so gay bashing, man. Good. If you God. were on Lost Island, one of those survivors, and there was a group, like this really sort of knit group of like nine guys that were always getting in fights with each other, and they were always wandering off on adventures and coming back with all this shit, would you, after like three months, be like, okay, okay, what the fuck is going on, and why am I not a part of it? Like, really? Yeah. And that's what. It's just like, why are these nine guys on adventures? But you raise a good point, point, because like the big rise up against the zombies was kind of like nine people, so. 
there was 50, 54 minus 9, so there was 45 other people who didn't fight. Or just sitting in their houses. They were like, all no, they were all asleep and oblivious. <laughs> they were all watching out the window. Oh, look what they're doing! Let's take bets. Because if I was Rick all... at the end of that, I'd be like, "Well, only nine of you fought, so I guess you guys aren't ready to survive the world." Because <laughs> listen, yeah, listen, we would have done a lot better if we'd had fifty of us. We literally had twelve people. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So it's a little little logical breakdown. Well, the whole part of Alexandria now is that they all finally started to learn how to fight and really take this. Seriously. Except for 45 of them, apparently. Unless if Rick could be lying, though, you know, just to make yeah. himself like the little blowfish, blow himself bigger just yeah. to kind of hide, you know, their thing. Because he did lie to them about them being desperate to need food and, and all that other stuff. Well, they are kind of desperate for food, right? They are. Uh, I mean, but I don't I think he it. wanted to show his cards just yet. So that's why when he was saying numbers, in my mind, I'm like, dude, you're a police officer. You know how to play the game. You know, why are you going to give out your information without, you know, knowing more about these people? Ted, how would don't Tony Danza fib about it if he was Rick? <laughs> hey, hey. <ugh. laughs> that's Beetlejuice, oh, man. Not Beetlejuice. Tony Danza. Hey, hey. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> Hey, 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 you guys up here in Hilltop, you'll need like a like a like a sexy male nanny or something. I can come up here and take care of the kids. You know, I can uh me and my me and my me and my uh, uh, can move in, you know, move right into this room up here. Martha. Uh, I can bring uh, I can Mona. I can bring I can bring Angela and Mona. Mona and, uh, <laughs> and I, yeah, and, I, and I've been holding my Maggie impression too. I finally just last night I was like, she really does. And it's after like five years, she talked. She's like, I think we need to go down to the. I think we need to go up to the hilltop and look at some things. Like she's like Forrest Gump. I think we girl. need to do this. Her accent just kind of comes and goes throughout the show. <laughs> to me, yeah. anyway. Yes, she has kind of an annoying voice. We need to, we need to go do this. Jesus nails it. The guy that plays Jesus. Payne, I like Jesus a lot Tom as a Payne. character. I do yeah. too. He's got piercing blue eyes. No, nope. he's flawless. Or green. Huh? Depends on how you look at he says. Yep. But guys, uh, I'd like I'd like to <laughs> I'd like to run my fingers through his beautiful L'Oreal hair. Yeah, yeah. L'Oreal. And it, it did show him on the the Talking Dead last night, which which I did want to talk about because you know Maggie had short hair. Jesus on the Talking Dead, he was like, you know, I, I used extensions. And then, you know, the beard was obviously fake. I think it looks fake on the show. But he's actually gr- – it's all growing out now. Real hair. Mm-hmm. So Who? he's fitting yeah. the part, which means he's still alive on the show. Maggie has short hair, which eh, she could be dead. <laughs> maybe maybe Negan hits her so – hitting the head so hard with a bat it knocks her hair off. Yes. Or maybe she's like Clementine and learns that the shorter your hair is, the less you're likely to get grabbed by a walker. I like to see her. Yeah, I, so much I, I have a friend who literally said, I, this is a girl I know, and we, she literally said this. We were talking about uh, the, the apocalypse, and she said, if I was in the apocalypse, first thing I'd do is shave my head. And I was like, why would you shave your head? She's like, so that the rape gangs have nothing to grab a hold of. Oh, like, oh, my, oh my God. <laughs> That's like the most horrible thing I've ever heard. It's crazy. Uh, but it might week, work. I mean... I'll keep that in the back of my mind. Hey, hey yeah. guys, guys, uh, 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 Jesus' beard may be scratchy, but it gives good back rubs. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> guys, it's going to be interesting next week. I'm curious to see what comes on The Walking Dead. <laughs> guys, let's get to the wrap-up show. Good show this week, man. I love the, the, just the open talk. Uh, you know, I, I think that tonight's show just kind of shows the good path that The Walking Dead is on. I mean, you know, I've really had a good time talking it and debating it and, 
and, and everything tonight. Plus our Canada segment. You know, we always learn about Canada. Geography and zombies is us. Canada. Now, over, over under, this place is uh, – uh, let's do a little little uh, prediction, then we'll be, wrap up. Uh, Hilltop right. has, has been a sanctuary that is, is, is run and thrived for, for years and years and years. Uh, Rick has discovered it. How long mm-hmm. until the place is inflamed and or overrun? Oh. It's burning right now. Three Dad. episodes max. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's going to jump ahead till after it burns next episode. I Did think. you guys see the honest trailer uh, for see, the, the the new honest trailer for Walking Dead where they go they go like they destroyed the campsite, the CDC, the farm, the prison, Woodbury, <laughs> Terminus, and now they're in Alexandria. It was it was totally mocking <laughs> out every place they've gone to has been destroyed. <laughs> Now they found the hilltop. I can't. They, then the guy says, "I can't wait till they fuck up Negan's place." <laughs> there should be a sign in everybody's community: "If you're Rick and the gang, turn back. We don't want you here. This is you. Don't help us. Yeah. Yes, get <laughs> we away. Don't, we don't need your help." Yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> Superman and Man of Steel came to help Earth and ended up destroying it. Like, are, wait, is he supposed to be saving Earth? He just like wrecked the whole place. For real. So, uh, so I'm looking forward to next week. It's, it's going to be good. It's going to be good. I think so. Yeah, I still think we're, we're going to get Negan before the finale, though. I it, hope so. At least the compound. We, we, I mean, hints of you know. You, there's six more weeks. So five. There's my mom called him. Five five my mom weeks. calls him vegan. We're going to get vegan soon. Vegan. <laughs> He's eating lettuce. That's funny. Salad. You know, it's interesting. Is it an episode? You know what I mean? Like, huh? we don't even see Rick and the gang. Am I back again? Yeah, you're I didn't hear you. I, oh, yeah, I didn't hear we got an episode, like, one of those episodes of shows. Yep. Oh, no. Nor- connection is cropping up. Mm. He oh. said it. That, you know, gang says where we just meet Negan and his gang. Forget about oh. Rick and the gang. And just see, like, his world. That'd be cool. Yeah, totally. Do you think we'll get an episode with... Will we see Negan, Matt, do you think... Spot Next on. Season. Boom. Or, Next w- or will we go into his compound maybe one week and get us? No, that 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 would be too spoilers but, for Negan, right? We I don't know, him... but you... we got to see him soon because I don't know how they're going to stretch out five episodes of not right? seeing Negan. Like they're about to go to his compound. How are they going to? What what's going to happen in the next five episodes where they don't see Negan? So maybe they are bringing him early. I don't know. I'm curious to see. But guys, let's get to the wrap up. Should we do want to thank all you zombies for listening? Please go rate and review us on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, wherever you listen to us. Uh, you know, ratings is like gold to us. It helps us uh, be seen in places like iTunes and Stitcher. So, uh, if you love ZombieCast, go uh, support us with a rating and review. And uh, Amrev left this one last week, so I want to thank Amrev for that five star. Nice. Uh, very, very nice of you. But guys, let's get to the wrap up show. Mr. Normalate, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter under Normie477, or you can find me on allgames.com on Thursday nights at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time with Knuckleballer Radio. Also, keep your ears out on Stitcher and all those other downloadable places for The Social Dozen. I will be doing my episode with Michael Codwell from the XD Experience and Gabe Olea from Uncanny Expos this coming week. So listen for that. And uh, come find me on Facebook under Normie Late. Yeah, and actually, uh, there's an episode tonight that went up with Eli, Matt, and Norma. And then there's <laughs> another episode that's about to go up with, uh, who is it? It's Iams, Matt. Chip and Yogi. 
Chip and Yogi. So, uh, that, you know, we got two episodes in the books, which has not been released. So be sure to check the feeds for that. The social doesn't. Tedekin. Wait, Ted, find, before you don't throw it. Ted, quiet. Second. <laughs> Leave us a voicemail. We actually have one now. Woohoo. So somebody else call and talk to us and call us at 201-762-4256. Okay, Ted, yep. where can we find you? I have a voice. Uh, Ted again on everything. Yes, we do. Ted again on Twitter, Instagram, Xbox, everywhere. And uh, tomorrow night I will be on the uh, – it got postponed about the first episode of the Mortal Kombat Reddit community cast guest hosting awesome. talking about uh, Mortal the, more, uh, Combat Pack 2 with Leatherface and all that crap comes out at midnight tonight. So we'll be on there, and uh, they're giving away a uh, Warner Brothers sent over a Mortal Kombat Collector's Edition something, something, something. So if you go to Mortal Com- go to reddit.com slash r slash Mortal Kombat, you can enter to win a Mortal Kombat Collector's Edition. And I will be on there cool. t- talking about Mortal Kombat-related topics. Nice, nice, nice Dad. I'm proud of you, man. Mm-hmm. Hey, Mr. Madden. And it'll, that'll be on Twitch, by the way. I'll, I'll tweet the link out. That'll be on Twitch. It's a Twitch show. Nice, nice. And Mr. Madden, uh, uh, you can find you? me on. Oh, sorry. I'll go ahead. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Madden McFly. M A T T O M C F L Y. Obviously, this show Tuesday nights on Video Game Outsiders on Tuesdays, and the social does. And I'm also leading a uh, subreddit, the Matt Bradford subreddit uh, cast. I'll be uh, hosting that and uh, guest hosting on that. So listen in. I think uh, we're going to try to do a crossover episode of Ted's cast sometime soon. So uh, stay tuned. Yeah, yeah and well. you know what? Me, oh, and yeah. Ted, me and Ted have a new show coming up. It's the cool, <laughs> the cool dude, the Z-Cast. And it's just me the and cool Ted. The cool dude-cast. Cool Matt, dude, Matt, you got to uh-huh. subscribe to it. Norma, subscribe. <laughs> it's it's the, oh. the coolest dude, the zombie cast. Hey, Norma, Norma, cool Norma dude, dude, cast. Norma, it's, it's literally yeah. an hour of Sean and I just complimenting each other for a straight hour. <laughs> We're like the, the Wonder Twins, the Power Twin. What are they, the Wonder Twins? Ace the, and Gary. The Power Twins. You're the, it's, the it's an hour. Twins. You're the man, Sean. No, you're the man for an hour. Uh, it sounds That's great. That's okay. We have our own show, right, Matt? And Norm and I have Popcast coming soon. Well, you know, I, I did I did the first Social Dozen, and Ted's like, the only thing trending in my life is Freeman Day. So, <laughs> I talk about Freeman for an hour. <laughs> So, Freeman uh, Daddy's always at the top of my life trending list. Hey, uh, Hashtag uh, Freeman Daddy. Hey, hey. The, uh, Ted, what, let's just go all out, man. The coolest, the coolest bro dudes Americanized on ZombieCast. Guys, relax. Let's get the longest name of the world. Yeah. The coolest bro dudes on ZombieCast. Cast. Cast, yeah. cast. The cool dudes on ZombieCast is Americanized. <laughs> we almost got mullets, but didn't. Screw Canada, man. And we'll have we'll have a we'll have a, a logo. The logo will just be a, the emblem that says "Made in America" that you find in shirts and things. That'll yes. be the logo. Heck yeah! Right. Snow Angels okay, next we- week, guys. We're getting. You know, I'm going to yeah. bring you the drawings. We're getting, you know, Matt, don't cheat. Don't cheat. I won't. The logo. Hey, hey, the logo should just be the box art from the Ted Dance and Whoopi Goldberg classic "Made in America." Yes, <laughs> that would be good. Uh, you can find me on Twitter.com/slash FreemanDaddy5. Uh, on Twitter, uh, Twitter.com slash FreemanDaddy5. My Xbox One gamer tag is FreemanDaddy7. That's just the number five and the number seven. And, uh, you know, I, I just want to say how much I love podcasting each week with uh, Matto, McFly, Ted, and Norma. You guys are awesome. You know what? We're the perfect. We're like peas and carrots, guys. Peas and carrots. I hate peas and Jay. carrots. They oh, never go well. Nobody's ever called me a pea or a carrot before. Thanks. That's no, it's not a compliment. <laughs> snow and ice. Butter on it. Snow and ice. We're like snow better. and ice. 
Snow and ice. There you go. Snowbirds. The same thing. And, and That's cool. Beluga whales and walruses. How about and milk and ice chips? Beluga whales. Matt, have you ever went out in your backyard and just saw a damn walrus there? What, I mean, what do you do? <laughs> cool, guys. Hey, Matt, well, thanks you for have, tuning ever... in. Leave a review. <laughs> hey, Matt, I love you, you guys. Ever, have you ever gone into your bathroom uh, to take a leak and there was a beluga whale in your toilet? Yeah, man. Yeah. What, what do you do? It came up Many through the drain. Time. Well, that's quite an epic Beluga. Beluga hooga. Uh, I love you guys. I love you, Matt. I love you, Norm. I love you, Ted. But on behalf of the Mighty All Games Radio Network, our producer, Mr. Tiger Claw, Mr. Norm Latte, Mr. Tedekin, Mr. Matt McFly, myself, Freeman Daddy Five, we can call episode 193, <laughs> Zombie Episode 200 is coming, guys. <laughs> My, uh, Matt, you got to tell us bye with a beluga. A beluga whale mating call looking for a walrus. But buddy, hope you find your dad.